Hello there, Outposters, and welcome to another wonderful live stream. And we have a special treat for you today. We have Cecil from Good Bad Flicks, along with regulars Sean, who calls himself literally me today, and is bathed <laughs> in blood for some reason, and Boba Phil. So welcome, Cecil, to the madness. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Oh, anytime. We're always glad to help out smaller channels. <laughs> <laughs> took, it so, took me like a, 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 a wait a beat. Oh, right. <laughs> the, joke is, the, the joke is that you're the big channel, yeah. and we're just, we're the nobodies. You're, the you're, not, you're not. You're not wrong, Sean. We are helping ourselves out here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we all, we're always glad to be very self-serving. Yes. I thank myself for helping you out. <laughs> Phil, uh, I think you might be muted. I don't know what happened there, but. Nope. Yep. Nothing. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, nope. moving on. <laughs> He get okay. So in five seconds, he gets kicked out of the stream, and now the feel you're forever. embarrassing me in front of Cecil. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I swear to God, I didn't do this to him. <laughs> he was fine a minute ago. It was. I don't know what he did. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Nothing. Nothing, Phil. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> It's his big moment. He's just blowing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well, that's okay. What? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, uh, Phil. You, yeah, he'll drop off. He'll come back in. We'll add him back in. Let him fix his stuff. He's having some technical difficulties yeah. today, folks. So he's a, he's English. We got to keep, you know. Yeah, it's it's something to do with. Uh, I don't know. They can't even keep their prime minister going for a month. <laughs> How can he get his mics going? I don't yeah, know. I, I don't. So uh, so. Let's go through some of the news uh, this week. I, it, it's not too much. I thought uh, it turns out Kevin Spacey is completely innocent. Apparently, oh, I knew it all along. I knew it all along. <laughs> I, I'm so sure we'll that be... was what that video meant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, apparently, we'll see we him work it here we, soon, right? Yeah, yeah. We all knew that he didn't do that. The mm. guy, you know, come on. Oh, I, Alec Baldwin! It's and it's been a year since Alec Baldwin had his little whoopsie. Yeah, that's kind of how I figure. I mean, if Alec Baldwin isn't getting getting busted, I don't think Spacey's got much to worry about. I know. Like, what's worse, you kill somebody or you you molest your coworkers? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, if you can get off for murder, what's a little you know? Yeah, I think inappropriate. <laughs> think that was well, what it came down to. They're like, they're like, look, he's. They're like, he killed somebody, but he's a really good actor. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of inappropriate, I, I went and saw Black Adam this weekend. Now, oh. I'll get into that in a second. But one of the previews is a movie they are doing uh, detailing the grossness of Harvey Weinstein. Oh, and boy. I'm watching this preview as they're make they're going to make a movie. They have profited off of Weinstein and his nonsense forever. And now they're making a movie about how bad he was and also <laughs> going to profit some more. I, am I wrong here? I mean, is this like icky to the, to, to like level 11 or is it just me? Yeah, they, uh, like 
Harvey Weinstein has been an open secret forever. I mean, I'm right. They knew all about it. They knew all. I, like, I mean, I I am on the very fringes of the movie industry. I am a literal nobody in comparison to the actual people that make movies. And even I knew that you know the stuff that he was getting away with. So yeah. the fact that like I knew leads me to to believe that. They all knew. I mean, how many how many jokes about the casting couch and all that have been made at various uh, Hollywood Seth events? Seth MacFarlane Everybody... called him yeah. out in some awards ceremony mm. like five or seven years beforehand. Yeah, and and so basically, what happened was uh, he, you know, Miramax and the Weinstein Company wasn't as big. Like they had a few bad years, and it's just like uh Hollywood being kind of predatory in general was like, "Oh, now we can turn on him." You know, cuz you know, we can't mm. use him anymore. And so, yeah, that was when the whole Me Too thing happened and and really, I mean, granted in a way, I'm glad that it, I mean, it took a while, but I'm glad that he did get his comeuppance, but uh it for one, it's not nearly bad enough for everything that he put a lot of people through and on the same token uh he he's still profiting you know his mm. you know it's like sure all those is. movies and everything it's not like all of a sudden he's not making money it's that <laughs> he's just uh he's not you know you're not really hearing about it as much anymore so yeah i i'd be willing to bet that uh, this harvey weinstein you know is evil movie whatever he'll probably still make money off of that somehow and <laughs> it, was his, a... it was his ideal. <laughs> it was his What's idea he, he used hey, the yeah, he's like, he's yeah. like, look, I could, I could tell you everything that happened. I was right there. But uh, technically, I, you're right, Phil. He is the producer. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, just, I, I just no, like looking at this. Go, like, I could just see the Hollywood guys. Like, yeah, we'll we'll use him for a while. Then when he gets busted, we'll make a movie off of it. Yeah, okay, that's great. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh God, do you guys have? any soul whatsoever any i was going to say i can imagine i can imagine when he was arrested there was somebody sort of saying best star script on this um yeah. <laughs> i'm surprised it's taken him this long uh, yeah. I, I really want them like if they do do this i hope they go all in and they do like the really <laughs> weird awful things that he did like uh there was a um uh, a, a news personality uh who uh he he had taken her out to dinner and they went into like a back room and he tried to come on to her and she was like, ew, get off me. And because she was, you know, she was in news. She wasn't trying to get it. She wasn't trying to be an actress. And he like held her down and jerked off into a potted plant. <laughs> what? Well, I can and... tell you from the from the trailer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. So like, did he like have a little tiny like. Uh, you know, like you <laughs> no, put on no. your desk, or was it a palm tree in a corner? And he was like, "You stay there." And he goes over in the corner, like like the Blair Witch, and he's got his back turned. And yeah, he's, like he's, well, uh, essentially, <laughs> essentially, they were at a, they were at this restaurant, and they went into like the back room, and there was like the plant, you know, there was like a plant, you know, in the re in there, and he like basically blocked her from leaving, and was like, you know, like doing that. So that she would have to be like, like there was the girl who said that, you know, I want you to watch me take a shower, you know, like mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Like he, he really kind of got off 
on people. You want to talk about things that are disgusting, like <laughs> the theme of this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 a horror, that's a horror movie right there. Watching <laughs> Harvey, I'm just Harvey thinking, Lyons. though. Yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking, though, that there's going to be some agents in, in America sort of calling, you know, hi, Scarlett. Yeah. Listen, I've got a new movie for you. Uh, you get to play yourself. The experience that you had with Harvey, do you want to go through it again? <laughs> Your therapist thinks this will work. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's recreations, you know. Uh, We're also, you know, it's a simultaneous what? thing. We're doing it because we need to bust him in court. We need to reenact it. So might as well kill two birds with one stone here. Technically, <laughs> technically you're helping. You're technically helping other girls. <laughs> It's your, it's oh, your, they, it, they show the New York Times as these crusading, uh, not unbiased people that are going oh in there just trying God. to do what's right. I'm like, going, this is this is pornography. This is leftist <laughs> pornography. They have it's, no shame whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's like they they covered for this stuff for forever. You know, I mean, it just oh that that lovable scamp. You know, meanwhile. <laughs> You know, he's, he's jerking off into plants. <laughs> well, this I is just, what I saw. Who will play the plant, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to get this big, great plane uh, <laughs> But, you know, will there be like a thing in the movie? It's like no real plants were harmed in the making of this movie. It was a fake. <laughs> it, it was a fake. We got it in, no, we got it in it Hobby would, Lobby. It's fine. It would, be, it would be even funnier to have it like as a background thing. So that scene happens quite early on in the film. And every time you go back to the plant, it's wilted a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> See, what they need to do is have, like, Robert Rodriguez come in and do, like, a modern exploitation version of it where, like, oh, yeah. Rose McGowan is, like, a Ms. 45 who's out yeah. there trying to get revenge <laughs> against. Like, that's – I, I want to see that movie. I would watch you know? the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. I would love to see that. Always, so here's – we went to a couple of movies, and I've got another review to do, which I, another kind of a pleasant surprise as, as Black Adam was. But – um the previews were um, movie after movie of w white people bad, black people uh, oppressed. Uh, there was mm. an Emmett Till movie. There was something that looks like they it was a fictional one. And then there was another one that was uh, about, I can't remember what it was. And then there was the Harvey Weinstein right next to it. <laughs> and I'm looking at all this and I'm realizing because because all of entertainment is politics now, not because we want it to be, because they they make it that way. And it's like, this is no longer important movies to chronicle our history. This is leftist porn. And it's kind of icky. I just I just find it all icky now. And I'm like, so, going, okay. I, I, okay, so how, uh, I guess that's all you want. So how was Black Adam? I'm, I just... It, it. Black Adam was, I, I, I was listening to Midnight's Edge, and he said what I thought was a perfect description. It was diverse, but it was not woke. Mm. And that mm. means they had really interesting ideas, like setting it all in a foreign country of conduct. I, mean, I know it's a made-up country, but still, I mean, it's kind of, that's interesting to me. It's like an Egyptian, Persian kind of thing going on. And then you have, you know, different people coming in. Then you have the JSA coming in. Going, you can't kill people, Black Adam. He's like, where, where were you when this inner gang came in and took over the entire country? What are you, what are you coming after me now? You know, and then he's like, at war. He's just tearing people apart and, and just brutally killing people. Wait but a minute, it's, is he? It, 
I'm not familiar with DC. Is he a bad guy? I never. He is. So, an, he's an anti-hero. Okay. Well, he is so now. he's not. Well, he's he like. Uh, it, it also kind of varies on which, uh, like Black Adam has kind of changed throughout the years, but he, I believe his current incarnation would fall mostly, I mean, he used to be mostly anti-hero. Yes. He moves, he used to be straight up villain and now I think he's a little more anti-hero, but, uh, yeah. Do you think he has all the powers it? of Shazam? He's, he's the, he's the evil Shazam. That's Ex what he Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you think they'd ever make a Lobo movie? That's the only uh, DC character I ever followed there. Back hey, in the I, barrel, barrels have got to be scraped, man. It's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. It, it's, I, I would say it's in a, like, I'm actually surprised with uh, after the success of Deadpool, if they, if they would have played their cards right, they could have made a Lobo movie and it probably would have done very well. But uh, DC, you know, they're like, I don't know. They need to. I, I know. I, I I may or may not be the you know the minority here, but I just want them to just give control back to to Snyder and just let him course correct everything. Yeah. They they haven't like as much as they bitch about how uh you know they're they're you know oh well we're we're gonna do it right and every time they go to do it right they do it wrong you know. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you. I think that look, Black Adam is not like tier one awesomeness it's not it's not going to change anything but as a if this came out in 2008 2010 this would be considered on par with a solid phase one marvel movie in my opinion wow. it's, it's 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 perfectly reasonable setup it's not you know it has humor where it needs to it's it it doesn't try to preach any message or anything. This is what I understand is the, one of the first movies that's really coming out under the David Zaslov banner so to speak now that he's taken over um warner dc all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and it's it's clearly that it's uh, its aim was to simply we want to entertain you and i had fun during the movie i don't think it was like if this had come out probably 10 years ago i would have went that was all right you know but now that all this sludge that we've had to deal with which i call <laughs> marvel phase four you know, when you come out with something like this, you go, that was a lot better, you know, because I yeah. guess maybe because my expectations are so low now and watching what they did with Batgirl. And, you know, I mean, just they shelved a $90 million movie. It's like, how bad could it have been that you're going <laughs> to dump $90 million into the into the in, into a fire? But that's fine. I, I if they go in this direction more and more, I feel like it's a good course correction. And. They weren't trying to point fingers at the audience. They weren't trying to push any. And the other piece about it, I think that because Zaslav is now hated and because that's the message that he's putting through, I honestly believe that's why it's getting such crap reviews from, from reviewers. Uh, yeah, because he's on like 40 scores, it. Yeah, the audience score is 89. Yeah. So I'm beginning to think Rotten Tomatoes is an inverse scoring <clears throat> system. Oh, well, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it, Cecil? Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet, but uh I just I've been God, uh the the last movie I saw in a theater, I took my son to go see Sonic Two. And so <laughs> I can't exactly take him to go see Black Adam yet. But uh I it's, would it's uh, it's rough. I mean there's a lot of pretty pretty horrific deaths that somehow make the PG thirteen. I I really wish it had been R rated. I think we had a lot more fun with it. But um 
I just I can't complain too much about it, and I, I hate that. That's my <laughs> no matter my how much I now. want to, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is sad. It's like it's like they're like they movies have gotten so bad to the point, or I should say, more mainstream movies have gotten so bad to the point where it's like all you want to do is just enjoy a movie. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be preached mm-hmm. to. I just want to go and have a good time. Like I, I mean, if there's a movie that like it's it's a about the subject then okay yes i'll understand but yeah in a superhero movie you want to go see superheroes yeah i just want to see guys bashing into each other and that's what i got and i'm like on the rock was clearly having a lot of fun and he was did very very well in the part pierce brosnan was amazing as dr fate oh i'm glad to hear that and everybody else was average to above average um the other two JSA characters I could care less about and uh they tr- they did a kind of a big emotional self-sacrifice moment that didn't really come off to me it was it wasn't the big emotional moment they wanted it to be but overall I'm like going hey I was entertained for a couple of hours and I wasn't pissed off or rolling my eyes and I mean unfortunately that's the bar that I'm at now <laughs> thank you Hollywood <laughs> I was going to say, I watched um, Pearl this weekend, which is the other one from Ty West. I wasn't impressed with X because I just, you know, the the, the whole premise of the two 80-year-old murderers just wasn't scary. And I went into this very much, "Mm, I'll try it and see what it was like. But I was actually quite impressed. It was much better than X. Um, And it it was quite well done. I actually thought Mia Goth was fantastic in it. She played a real psychotic character and it was it was it was yeah it was a lot better than i thought it was going to be a nice pleasant surprise the the other pleasant surprise i had because you know this was my wife and i each get to pick a movie so she picked ticket to paradise with julia roberts and uh george clooney (laughs) i went in hey you know what i went in there expecting this is gonna be just uh this could be i i got it was it was all right I mean, you know, for what it was, I laughed a few times. It 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 never got too weepy. It it did what it was supposed to do. And Roberts and Clooney have good chemistry, and so the the jokes were funny enough. And I I had fun with it. And it wasn't perfect, but it was like, well, this is a surprise. Then I got a Rotten Tomatoes, same deal, forty four percent, eighty nine percent audience. I'm like, okay, what is going on here? <laughs> it's so weird. But, I, mean, I mean, I've never been to Rotten Tomatoes like apart from doing some research on some stuff but all the time i see how it's either complete and utter shill but you can kind of judge how good a movie's going to be by just looking at the scores you know when the when the uh, you know like when rings of power came out and it was like getting 90 percent, and i'm thinking did it really (laughs) (laughs) well i like that there now that it's all over there's a couple of that that have been rating it it's awesome it's awesome it's awesome it's awesome now it's all over yeah, this wasn't very good, was it? It's like, where were you <laughs> three episodes ago? <laughs> you know? I was getting paid, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fi- the truth. I finally watched Clerks. I got to watch Clerks 3. Um, What'd you think? Mm, I, you know what? You were right about it. everything. You, uh, Yeah. It was not as funny as Clerks 2. And no. it, it had some problems, but I was not prepared for how emotional it was and how impactful the sort of ending was on that. I'm yeah. I'm really looking forward to it because Kevin was one of my big influences and uh, I I still love him 
but uh he he is not the same guy after yeah. the heart attack yeah uh, which i understand you know when you have a massive life change like that you're not you know you are going to be changed but um i was really hoping that uh that you know clerks something that i hold like very near and dear i mean that was that essentially the the first two movies like were my life more or less uh yeah like that was how me and my friends acted that was how we talked and so i really was hoping that he would be able to round it out because he had been talking about doing uh you know clerks three for a long time but it's always Mm. evolved over the years and so i'm really i was kind of hoping that uh you'll you'll be you'll be satisfied i think you'll be satisfied it's very very bittersweet it's very interesting to see a lot of those people come back from the first movie mainly Mm. because you go like wow they're old and then you like i'm fucking old yeah, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i know but, uh, it's like oh it's kind of sad but yeah. i have a, i have a picture of me with uh with dante from like 20 years ago and it's funny because it's like that it's like i saw the the trailer and then i'm like oh look at how Oh, like, <laughs> i know <laughs> like we're I'm, all old yeah i know I think, I think Randall Elias looks like had, melted butter. Oh, yeah. Elias, is, Elias is the one that aged the worst, and he was the youngest from and Clerks too. Yeah, yeah, he oh, looks like God. shit. He looks like as bad as any of us three. Oof. The other day, he, I but it's some... very it's it, it's funny. It is funny, and it's got some really great moments. Uh, In other words, they all age like normal humans instead of these Hollywood demons, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Not the uh, you know they don't have personal trainers and and people to cook their food for them and everything and yeah it um it's 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 uh yeah i think you'll be pleased with it it, it okay. i would not rate it like the the gags and stuff in it i would not clerks 2 is the peak for just pure comedy to me and, and that's in that series right yeah the clerks first one yeah like the first one is is kind of a comedy but it's more of a you know a slice of life character study comedy two is really good comedy Three is really the emotional payoff, I think, of the, you know, of following this franchise for Smith can't make shit these days, but he still knows how he still understands the clerks. There's no yeah, doubt. And did, I think yeah. it's what I, I put it up there. It's like, wow, this may be one of the strongest trilogies out there. I, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it, 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 it well, you think about how many trilogies just never stick the ending or screw it up. And yeah, I can't true. say they did that. We, we can only judge how good the trilogy is when the fourth one comes out. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's R- Randall and the Crystal Skull. Oh God, he's in a refrigerator. Oh no. Um, no, you say about Fiend and Old. I was talking to a lad at work the other day, and I think he's only twenty-one. And we were talking about, and I said Ace Ventura, and he said, "What's that?" I said, "You never seen Ace Ventura?" And he goes, oh. nah, I don't. He, "No, no, no." He said, "No, nah, don't watch old films." <laughs> It's 1994. You, oh bloody hell! Does it? Oh, st- I have not. I bet I have not watched that since like '96. Does it still hold up? Does it still? Hold I watched up? it. I think recently, not and really. yeah, I still find I still find it quite funny. I, I think um, it's still. I think one and two are both still really funny. Yeah, like still I, good. you know. Have you yeah. seen the uh, third one? No, um, Ace Ventura Junior. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness uh, me! Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, that was yeah, no. atrocious. That's, what about the mask? A, Has anybody watched the baby mask? Geniuses level? Oh, the awesome. mask is still the mask is still fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like haven't the mask. watched it. 
I liked it a lot at the time, but I don't. Re- it's been so long. I liked looking at Cameron Diaz, especially in that red dress. <laughs> it's not as good as Dumb and Dumber, was... which is which is one of the best movies ever. Okay, Let's, <laughs> calm, calm down. <laughs> All right, I still put it in my top more. twenty-five. I still, I, 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 I can remove you from this stream just as easily as <laughs> I put you in, Phil. No, no, I've got access now. My wife loves Dumb and Dumber. She she quotes it frequently, so I can't I can't fault you on that one. Now I well, now I understand how she could be married to a man like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she she is. I I picked the perfect person to to spend my life yeah. with, dude. She's awesome. Yeah, she. Any other woman would have left years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That makes so much sense now. I can attest to that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on marriage number two. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, Uh, all right. I'm going to... Dark turn. Yes. (laughs) Just just in my wallet. Uh, So, let's Mm -hmm. go around the horn. I'm going to kind of... Grab each of you. Just just have you talk about... We'll just kind of go round and round and talk about your scariest movie moments and you may have a couple you may have a few so you just you know pick one off of your your list or whatever comes to mind or whatever you just googled just now on <laughs> no, your I'm browser like i did I, I was asked to make and i made <laughs> calm down calm down <laughs> and can we just point so, out my, my great halloween costume I've come as uh, the most feared character in all cinema history, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, yes. Yeah. And if you don't think she's scary, just remember the words that she's in charge of Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> well, yes. I, I, I appreciate you got the beard right. Uh, so, <laughs> Cecil, you're, you're our special guest. Why don't you go ahead and go first? Okay, well, I was thinking about it, and I'm going to go back to the first uh scary movie moment uh that i can remember off of the top of my head i actually have a list here but i'm gonna go uh to start i'm gonna go with the one that that traumatized me when i was a child (laughs) and seeing it when i got older it it wasn't quite nearly as bad but i remember when i was a kid i was terrified uh there's a a a black and white movie from the 50s called earth versus the flying saucers i saw this on channel 48 uh, in in Philadelphia, they used to uh, run like sci-fi movies on the weekend, uh, the old black and whites. And uh, I remember watching it, and it it was actually later riffed on Mystery Science Theater to kind of show how not serious it is. But it's a it's a good classic, old uh, <clears throat> you know fear of the unknown uh, sci-fi film. But the thing that got me was uh, there's a there's a thing in the movie where uh, if you're uh, the aliens come down and they're telling us that they're going to take over the earth and everything. And um, this general gets onto mm. the, the spaceship and he looks up and there's this thing hanging from the ceiling and it shoots these rays down. And they did this old school thing where it turns like the side, you know, his profile and you could see his brain and it's essentially, it was like brainwashing him. (laughs) But to me, it was like, this thing is going to, it's going to pull out your brain. Uh, And, and so I, as a, however old I was, I was like six years old or something. Twenty one terrified. Yeah, I was was 25. (laughs) It was last week. I was terrified, and probably for about a year, I refused to look up because 
I was afraid that the aliens were going to do something to my brain. And uh, yeah, that one, it just terrified the hell out of me. But now going back, like I, I just watched it again and I'm like, I'm like, it's cool. It's actually like a good effect for, yeah. you know, that long just, ago. But I like the fact of is, 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 is Cecil right? He just seems to walk around looking down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, can't, can't look, can't look up. The aliens will go. Broke my brain, man. It must, it must have really sucked on Fourth of July. Everybody's looking at the fireworks. And she's just like, she's like, what's wrong, little buddy? You're not it's like Bart me. Simpson in the Bart Simpson in the bed. Can't sleep. Clown will eat me. Yeah. Can't look up. Brain will eat me. That's a good one, though. I, I like yeah, that. So, good, yeah. Phil, you give us one. The, the first, going back to like the first one that I can remember being scared at was the end of Close Encounters. And again, I was only, I don't know, under 10 when I first saw it. It was on TV. And I remember it was on TV because I remember hiding behind the sofa and, <laughs> and like sort of, you know, like, and sort of going, are they gone? Are they gone now? And my dad was like going, yeah, they're gone. And so I'd look and then they weren't. And that would have been, you know, <laughs> He had a great sense of humor, my dad. Um, but I mean, I do, I just remember they, they were really creepy and they had the like long arms and the big heads and the way it was lit and everything else. I just remember that, that really did scare me as a kid. It was, you know, it was like I say, proper traumatizing. You know, I've never hidden behind the sofa before, but I just, I remember that. And I just, are they gone? Are they gone now? Yeah, they're fine. Oh, no, they're not. They're still there. <laughs> well, that's fun. funny because it was the, it was the taking of the kids scene that freaked me out. The ending didn't, was fine with me, but when they took the kid and the, and oh, the yeah. shit is just turning on in her house and the, and the oh, mother yeah, no, is, is freaking, frantic yeah. and mm. like the little screw comes up out of the vent, you know, that guy's she puts her hand up. Uh, up the chimney yeah. to chop the thing and yeah and all that yeah that was pants crapping scary at that time no, no, that was like fine. Six. At, as an adult the scariest thing about that movie is what a bitch that uh dreyfus is married to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is that your shot or do you have a different one no no i got a different one <laughs> okay i mean what kind of woman wouldn't let you take a trash can and make a giant mountain in the middle of the living room you know <laughs> women just don't get it man uh, excuse me, I think I've been contacted by aliens. I'm just making this, right? Yes. It's all perfectly yeah. reasonable. Sean, give me yours. Mine, I'm going to start off with one I've already mentioned before, is the uh, the Pinocchio transformation into a donkey scene from the Disney Pinocchio. Uh, that scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. It, they re-brought it through the theaters again, and shit, what was it, like 1979 or something? And... Uh, watched it and i remember being like that is that that is a cronenberg level body horror now, <laughs> even now even now if i see that scene it doesn't scare me but i still get a very slight sense of you know anxiety from it you know you just a little memor like, memory scare. yeah it, it, but disney it, disney presents david cronenberg's pinocchio <laughs> <laughs> i'd watch that <laughs> yeah now as an adult but yeah that was again that was a freaky scene because the way it, it was it done a, it was just Oh yeah, you get weird. the shadow on the wall, and he's like, oh, 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 and, you know, and it looks painful, you know. Yeah. And he and the worst part is he watches his buddy first, so he knows what's coming, yeah. you know. Yeah, and it, it's it's pretty damn scary. All of those damn old Disney movies has got some scary moments in them, like that. Yeah, I tell you, it's like, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna smoke. <laughs> 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 
Scared hey, can, can I go to Pleasure Island? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Nope, nope, no, thank you. All right, so since you guys started talking about what scared you when you were a kid, and I started digging through my memory, the original, the original Battlestar Galactica, which I didn't see in the theaters, the the pilot movie that they released in theaters, but I saw it on TV as a kid. And there's a scene in there where they go to this bar. Um, I don't. It's on some planet or something. And there's these uh, women that are singing, but they have two mouths and four eyes and like now i look at it i go it's because it's not the greatest makeup in the world (laughs) but for some reason when i was six or seven whatever i was it it was the most nightmare fuel i'd ever had and i remember clearly later on that night having a dream where giant four-eyed people are coming after me or something but it was for some reason that visual just just hit me the wrong way at my age and it was and it scared the heck out of me and it's it's one of those more embarrassing ones because then you watch it as an adult you go that that, that that got into my under my skin really okay what the hell was wrong with me i haven't seen battlestar galactica for many years i kind of want to watch it now just to see what it was like because <laughs> i don't remember I, that i wonder Ooh, somebody's I coming there's... behind you there okay I know there's there's no real way of of uh, being able to 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 do this, but it would be really neat if there was a, a scientific way where they could figure out how uh, like children perceive things, like because mm, yeah. we obviously perceive things differently when we're little, and then we see them as adults and we're not scared. But if there was a way to like see what a child actually sees, like you probably saw that, and it probably looked like the most realistic thing ever. And oh, then, absolutely. You know, mm. and, and in your head, you see it and, and, you know, and then you finally watch it again when you're older and it's like, oh, wow, this was not how I remember it at all. So, yeah, I think that's really what it is. It's just the, that childhood perception of everything is new. So it's like you, you don't really, you know, you're, you're seeing something and it's like, oh, my God, it's so much worse than it, it really is. I, re- I yeah, remember bizarre- a friend of mine. I was going to say a friend of mine with his daughter when he when she was growing up, and she said to him one day, "Daddy, is the news real?" And of course, you kind of is it real, you know, because it's like another television program, and when they're talking God, about like war, it used, yeah. you know? it used, it used to, to be. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you really ready for this conversation? <laughs> yeah. Time a- to go down the rabbit hole, son. <laughs> we got we got a we got our comment submission. Rogue Thought says, "When I was seven, I watched the Night Stalker on TV." Scared me so I didn't sleep that night. I believe it centered around the Seattle underground. It's very creepy. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's thinking of the original movie there, where Ch- Kolchak is after. Uh, is it a vampire? I think in yeah, the first it's, one. Yeah, it's a vampire in the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I had uh, Leanne says Close Encounters is a good one. Aliens terrify me. Yeah, I. I mean the that one. I just it was like. I had already seen Star Wars, and I loved the Cantina scene, and this was obviously a riff on that in Battlestar Galactica, but yet I was terrified. So I don't get it. I, you know, we're all. I'm now terrified of. I'm now terrified of Star Wars. <laughs> well, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whole different thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so okay. awesome! So, all right, going well, back I was just to going the... to say, as a question, then what? In more modern times, have you found scary as as an older adult? Uh, the presidency. Nothing <laughs> really. I don't think. Uh, I will, I do have I do have one. 
Um, well, actually, I have a couple, but uh, there's one more recent one that legitimately scared me um, because of how well it was done. Uh, from the movie Sinister, um, there's a scene in there. Uh, if, you've, if you've ever seen the movie, um, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, Ethan Hawke is watching these uh, old film reels, and <clears throat> each one ends in some horrific <clears throat> death. And there's this uh, there's this one scene where uh, you see this family and they're all happy and everything. And then it cuts to somebody working on a lawnmower and it's just like, OK. And then the lawnmower is going around and it's mowing the lawn and it's at night. And so it's like, OK, this is you know, this is nothing. And then all of a sudden what cuts into frame is the lawnmower running over the family. And it's like, so it, So what they did was they, they actually, the director talked about this. They're like, we cut it to where you actually, the lawnmower scene was going on so long, you got bored. Mm-hmm. And then they put that mm-hmm. in there at just the point where like, you're ready to be like, all right, well, oh my God, you know? <laughs> so it was a fantastic, that's like a, a legitimate earned jump scare because it's so unexpected. So yeah, so it it comes out and then you're like, "Oh my god." And they did it really well. And so that was one where it it really got the blood pumping and just mm. you 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 jumped and it really showed the severity of everything and it was fantastic. It was really really well done and it was an excellent movie with the exception of the last like like 2 seconds of the film where they kind of they did a jump scare <laughs> and it completely uh it just yeah. it still drives me nuts to this day, but I still love the movie. So a jump scare, I, I'm going to say, I, I, it depends on the jump scare, obviously, but I think if that most jump scares a, are, yeah, they're not, yeah. they don't count because, I mean, it's the same thing as jumping out, say, a boo at your sister or something. I mean, that's not really scary or unsettling. You know, it's got to stay with you a little while longer. It would scare me if my jump sister jumped out and scared me because she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be pretty okay. we're crossing into unsettling aren't we <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, do, right. I, if you're asking about a modern movie that actually I, I don't think it had too many jump scares in it or or if it did it, it they're not the ones that stand out at me but just the movie itself I found to be pretty unsettling even in my old age was uh, It Follows mm. yeah, I thought yeah yeah Thought that one really did a good job. Just the idea of something invisible just coming after you, and you just try to stay ahead of it. It just, it has kind of a Terminator vibe to it, almost. You know, it just keeps coming, just keeps coming. But mm. nobody else can see it. It you just have to make one mistake in your life, and that's that, mo- that whole from- that whole movie is is just anxiety and dread because yeah, once I don't it know if starts- it's in- allegory for like stds or something like that or aids it's, it's funny because what mm. well what i took away from that film is i noticed i haven't seen it in ages now but i noticed that the the sort of the last kid he didn't get attacked because he actually loved the girl Mm-mm. and oh no so that's what i remember from it and so it, well kind of this, the end the end well the ending's a little you know i don't know it well, it's kind of yeah yeah <laughs> It's just really unsettled. It's I just yeah. found it really unsettling the whole idea. I thought that's that's pretty good if you could get you know crabby old me in my old age and doesn't get scared of nothing I think no more. On one one video, of the inter- film. One of the interesting things about that movie is the heroine is not really that good of a person. Like she fucks dudes just to get them killed to give her a little bit more time too. Like she knows 
You know, well, it's that's oh, kind well, of that's what happened to her, though, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's well, kind yeah, of the, but... the thing that yeah, they all they they kind of willingly pass it on because they're afraid for their own life, and I mean that's what yeah, it's what happened to her, and then yeah. I mean she went and you know got gang banged essentially, so that I mean it's implied, but uh, you know to get more time. And uh, it, it's uh, it always goes back to, to her. The, the one thing, too, that's really impressive about the film, uh, it's something that you don't really notice uh, right away, is how there's a lot of scenes where the camera is always slowly zooming. So it's like it's mm-hmm. always focusing on her. It's always moving towards the victim. And it's, it's really well done. I want to do a video on it at some point. But um, it's just it's terrific. It's it's such a great movie. It really uh, it came out for me at a time where I was kind of losing a little bit of faith in like movies because everything was so cookie cutter. And then I was like, all right, finally, a really unique, good uh, original horror film comes out. Timeless, because there's nothing in it that dates it either. It feels like this weird modern, but yet in the 80s, you know, there's no cell phones. Yeah, the director did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know, the scariest part of that movie, though, is when uh, the guy that she was hot for is the, the, the thing fucks him to death as his own mom. That's, yeah! Oh, dude, that's that horrible. Oh, dude, oh. I don't remember that. I remember I that, yeah. I would have blocked that out, too, if I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for me, modern right. day, modern. I was just going to say modern day, for me, the one that scared me is, and I, th- we, I think we mentioned this the other day, but when I first watched Ringu, which is the original Japanese version of The Ring. And, it I mean, it was like 99, I think it was. It was like before 2000. And oddly enough, a friend of mine had actually lent it to me on VHS. <laughs> um, and all, he ta- all I knew about the film was, is you watch this videotape and you get a phone call saying you're going to die in seven days and you die in seven days. That's all I knew, nothing else. And when he lent me the video, if you look on our channel, it's actually got the introduction by there's a... Um, Oh, what's his name? A movie reviewer over here called Mark Commode. It was a complete and utter pretentious bell end. And he, <laughs> no, no, no. The reason why I say that is when it was first shown on Film Four, which was like a channel over here, he actually introduced it and gave away the ending and said, and oh. at the ending, when Samara climbs out the TV, it will scare the shit out of you. And it was the spoilers. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, but. It, like I say, my mate said to me, don't watch the introduction, just watch the film. And I, my wife had gone to bed, I put my headphones on, turned all the lights out. And I mean, the, the first 80 minutes of the movie are creepy. They are really yeah. creepy and really well done. And there's, it's, what I like about it is there's like false build-ups to then what don't lead to a jump scare, but then he chucks another one in somewhere else and stuff, and it was really well done. But the last 10 minutes, when the whole thing with the TV, I was squirming in the sofa <laughs> it was it was so brilliantly done it was absolutely fantastic absolute oh like i say i didn't sleep for a week after that it was great and i mean i've seen it was older <laughs> my i i would have to pick for modern day uh one a japanese horror film the audition and it's the scene where he calls her and she's talking to him on the phone and you see this sack behind her while she's yeah. talking or she's waiting on the call and then then it moves and you realize there's something in there. And then she lets it out. And it's previous boyfriend all amputated and blinded. And, and she vomits into a, a dog bowl to feed him. Oh. And, oh, man, it's so intense. I don't, I'm sorry if I ruined it for you. Have you seen it, Cecil? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
it's pretty intense. I mean, that seems like the creep factor just because at that point in the movie, you know, you know, she's a little weird, <laughs> but you find out. Just how <laughs> yeah, weird yeah, there's a little oh. weird, you know, liking liking kinky things in bed, and then there's, you know, getting your ex boyfriend amputating him and throwing up into his mouth to feed him. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to I can't wait to see that Venn diagram. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let, let me just throw this in real quick. Uh, the director uh, Takashi Miike, uh, really experimental uh, director, yeah. but he had done that movie as a way of experimenting with with the audience because he wanted to see if he could make a film that could redeem itself so he made the beginning of the movie as boring as possible he wanted to to really make it just so that the audience got lulled into this feeling of like oh god and then really pull it back at the end and (laughs) see if he could draw the audience back and horrify them and he succeeded because, well done. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, everybody is like, "Oh my god!" That, oh, that movie. I mean, that movie. Uh, Rob Zombie talks about that as one of you know a movie that you know he just adores, and thinks is brilliant. It and, really inspired uh, the monsters. Yes, it helped to inspire <laughs> the monsters. Although, see, with that, he just made it boring through boring. the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> my, but, but at least it was photographed poorly. Yeah. <laughs> My my other one of my other picks for modern would have to be the uh, the ending of Bone Tomahawk, where one of the deputies Ooh, yeah. is uh, they they, yeah. they pull him and just split him from crotch to the neck, and you get to see it all in loving detail. And then he's what's left of him is barbecued across the open fi- fucking horrific scene because you know what they're getting ready to do something to him. And mm-hmm. if you and you you know based on the rest of the movie, you know it's going to be pretty graphic, but you are yeah. not prepared for just how friggin over the top and it looks so fucking real too. yeah that's, it, yeah yeah i re- it's one of those what i just call like holy shit moments where you sit there mm. and go right yeah because you're just like whoa that's that's way beyond yeah you're not expecting it at all so go on with scenes that i'm gonna say are let's call them repeatable in the sense that it kind of gets me every time. Like, even mm-hmm. though I've seen the movie a million times, it's, it, for what for whatever reason, this particular scene just manages to grab me every time. And that would be uh, the uh, defibrillator scene in the thing. Oh, God, of course. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that one, get, I, it's like, I know it's coming. I know it's <laughs> yeah. coming. And I oh, still go, maybe, wow. Damn maybe, this, maybe this is the version where they don't do it. No, maybe this <laughs> yeah. is oh, no, they don't. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> It's like this is gonna be good. I know I got it timed. I got oh shit, they got me again. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, there's not many scenes you can say that in a in a movie that don't, that they can do that so well that even though you've seen it and even though you know it's coming, mm. it still grabs you. Um, I can think of at least one scene in Jaws that does that, and that's when uh, Ben Gardner floats out of the hole in the boat. Mm. <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, the one, the, the one in Jaws, I mean, and, and what's so brilliant about that scene is that he made a mask of the actor, frozen screaming, and then put it on a guy who had amputated arms. And so that's why it looks so good, because it, it just it's just a quick shot. He's holding up his, his mangled arms, which, of course, they put stuff on the stumps, mm-hmm. and then put that actor's frozen mask on awesome. there, and then, you know, had a voiceover screaming it. And it's absolutely 100% authentic. Um, 
which is that just just sells it so well. So I've, I I love the thing beginning to end, but I just that oh, yeah. scene is the one that I go, wow, you, you, that, why does it get me every time? You keep saying you kept saying Jaws, and I was like, what cut of Jaws have the I thing. been missing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. I just yeah. mentioned Gardner in the boat does that too, yeah. but you know that's just a the uh, the uh, the blood jumping out of the thing too, man. That's yeah, amazing. that's a good one. Yeah, that whole yeah. movie, that whole movie is first of all perfect. Second of all, it's just full of you know full of that. Yeah, yeah, it's great. What do you think, Cecil? You got one like that, repeatable, get yes, you every time? Yes, I got one. Uh, now, the thing, just beginning to end, is brilliant, but um, uh, the one I have for repeatable that, that terrifies me, uh, there's two things that always uh, get under my skin. Uh, anytime a horror movie does something with bugs, and anytime a horror movie does something with eyeballs. And <laughs> uh, there is an old movie uh, from uh, late 70s, early 80s called Zombie. And there's a scene where there's a woman hiding from a zombie in a closet and the zombie busts through the door, grabs her by the back of the head and starts pulling her forward. And there's this splinter from yeah. the wood on the mm. door and it very slowly goes into her eye. Yep. Yeah. Pulls oh, her into it. it is. I actually worst. only watched that for the first time the other day. And I get really? it. Squirming. Yeah. I, I don't. I think I might have seen it before, but I didn't remember that at all. And like you say, you are just sat there, like you know, wincing and trying to get away from it. Oh, it's awful. Well, it's because you're like, oh, you're, they're not really going to do that. They're not really going to show it. But they, <laughs> yeah. they, sh- they, they show it. It's yeah. right up. It's right up there with the eyeball slice scene from They Call Her One Eye. Yeah. 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 Oh. Although with that one, they actually uh, they used a corpse for yep. uh, They Call Her One yeah. Eye, so that was why that one looked so real because. It was real. It was real. But, uh, <laughs> that was a hell of an actress to go through that. She was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Like, I'm going to be blind. Later, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're really yeah, dedicated to the role. Uh, excuse Car, me. Farm, contract, they both start with C. <laughs> read the small print. <laughs> what about you, that- Phil? Um, this, this is a weird one. I mentioned The Haunting the other day, but the original haunting as opposed to the one that matt said the 1999 version which was <laughs> the, the one oh. that's a master class no yeah no excuse me yeah the 1963 <laughs> one is a master class i appreciate that <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> when you say master class in my accent it sounds good when you say master class it sounds stupid um but anyway <laughs> there's this there's you a scene keep there. telling yourself that <laughs> There's a scene in there where she is, um, Eleanor is looking around the house and she's getting some fresh air on a balcony and she's looking up to where one of the uh, previous tenants had killed themselves and there's suddenly a shot where the camera zooms down on her and I I don't know how they did it and they play this piece of music and and just, I know it's coming but it just gives me goosebumps every time. It's just, it's such a, I mean it's not like not a particularly scary scene but the way it's filmed and just that piece of music it's just fantastic. And for, yeah, so for me, I'd go with that. Gets me every time. John, how My, are you? Oh, absolute without even thinking about it. It's the castration scene from Cannibal Ferro. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I just, it's unbearable to me. Say now. no more. <laughs> I mean, they string a guy up. The cannibal. No, no, I beat it. Please say no more. (laughs) Listen, Sean, we all enjoy hot dogs, so let's not ruin that. (laughs) What are you doing to us here, man? It looks so friggin' real. It is absolutely Uh, horrific. 
It is, yeah. It's like you say, it looks so realistic. It, it does. Was just, even now, it was. Oh yeah, it's not good. That's my well, that's my eyeball and spider scene. That's my eyeball and spider uh, line, like Cecil castration scene. <laughs> the film just, oh, oh, your big girl's blouse. Bit worried about getting your penis cut. What can I say? <laughs> talk, talk about things that scared us as a kid. I'm thinking like the the thing that the dumbest thing that scared me as a kid that I I and this isn't even a movie, but the original Incredible Hulk show. Whenever the eyes turned and they played that music, it wasn't even music. It's just more of a just a, a one note. Tong, I go hide behind the couch. I, I couldn't <laughs> handle the transformation. I don't know why. It was the fucking stupidest thing ever. When he's the oh. Hulk, I was fine. When he was Banner, I was fine. It was the in between thing that just freaked me out. And it's one of those things you look back. I go, why? It's the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing to be scared of. I bet you had a real trouble with the Sailor Moon transformation scenes, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I can't even make a joke on that one because I've never seen Sailor Moon, so I got okay. nothing. <laughs> well, that, trust me, that was a very good joke. Um, I'll, you, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, Yoda, it did, you, did you get the same scared when you watched She Hulk transform? <laughs> was this she is talking? a whole different kind of scary <laughs> She Hulk. It's, it's, it's something I think we've kind of that, that that horse has done dead and beaten mm. i think we need to leave it alone my my pick would be the uh the gi joe movie from 86 or 87 when cobra commander gets exposed to the spur spores and this whole body horror he just mutates through the and it's scary as shit i don't know if you guys saw that or not yeah uh, but that it's, was scary it's legit well done too it is yeah it's scary as shit it was too much for kids i think at that time <laughs> ah, sold a lot of toys to up I don't know about that one. I don't know about that movie. I don't think it did. I was uh, traumatized when they killed Optimus Prime Cecil. I, I got to tell you. Yes, I, was, I you know I, what? I was too. Yeah, I Me was too. too. You know, but I, it, you know, put a little hair on my chest when he. That's right. <laughs> that's uh, why. Now, never mind. That's I was what, seventeen. That's, <laughs> that's why now Cecil shoots his kid with a BB gun. Ever. <laughs> 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 All right, son. Time for target practice. I don't want to target practice. Put, you also put some hair on your balls, son. Shut up. I don't want hair on my balls. <laughs> Stings. Uh, I got one. I, okay, I was an absolute chicken when I was a child. Uh, seriously, like uh, my my sister was the one who actually toughened me up. She was the one who not. Uh, <laughs> She got me to watch horror because she was a big horror movie fan. So she got me to watch horror movies because she saw that I was a giant chicken. And and I, I actually I even in one of my I think in the in, in one of my videos or whatever, I thanked her for, you know, basically I have the career I have today because of the fact <laughs> that she because she, a woman because a female boy just <laughs> she, yeah, I got I got bullied. Well, she was a lot older than me. My older <laughs> sister is much older than me and she bullied I, I, me into watching horror movies that makes it even better knowing that she was like 52 and then you were like six and she was well, like well she's little... not that old but i mean you know but still oh, well. you know 
Yeah. She was, uh, uh, all I know, Cecil, as you said, my, my sister toughened me up, and I'm thinking, don't go Game of Thrones. Don't go Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, made, he, he's, he said she made me into a man, and we all knew what that was. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> TV has ruined Oh, us. wait, wait, wait. Step, certainly stepsister. Stepsister. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, stepsister for community guidelines purposes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, to, to kind of go on uh, how big of a chicken I was, uh, there was, I don't, I, I haven't been able to find it, but, uh, there was a show that I watched when I was really little. It was a, it was either like a variety show or it was something like hee haw or whatever. And there were, uh, there was a guy in this gigantic oversized, like, uh, puppet costume. And he, he looked like a big quarterback with a really like, uh, with a really big mouth. And uh, there was somebody out there like singing a song about football or something. And the guy came over and he opened his mouth and he like ate the woman. <laughs> and it like, you know, and her feet are dangling out of his mouth. And he's just like, <laughs> he's got this like blank expression on his face. And everybody's laughing because it's really dumb. But like, I'm like, but you're horrified. I'm horrified. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that monster just <laughs> ate the woman, you know? So, yeah, that's. Say- yeah, I was gonna say all, all of the me. all of the audience are laughing to hide their fear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it was terrifying. I know exactly because yeah. I've seen like where mascots do that to cheerleaders and like basketball games and stuff mm. like that. They just the costume's so big they just both end up in the costume. But right, it's played for laughs. But at six years old, you're probably like, ah. <laughs> what, what was it? Robert Williams said it's like, uh, oh, I take uh, my son to uh, Disney World. Yeah, six year old taking him to Disney World. Mickey Mouse for for a six year old. Mickey Mouse to a six year old is a six foot fucking rat. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'll, little bunny. <laughs> exactly. I was saying the other day, I think on the other stream about how I used to be real, you know, when I was a kid, I was really afraid of clowns and stuff like that. But my uncle, John Gacy, really cured me of that by, you know, he, he was very, he was very tender. He was a very tender man that, that made sure I had lots of affection, you know, to, to why he wore this makeup and stuff. He was also a painter. He, yeah, he's a very talented artist. I don't know whatever happened to him. I haven't seen him in years, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's away and, on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, they went to play with the other clouds. <laughs> yeah. A weird one for me, but I still think this is actually quite freaky. Was um, Superman three, which is like yes. terrible. Yes, but yes. The end. The, the robot. robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and he takes that woman in, and it's the bit where it, like puts this metal on her face and she closes her eyes and when she opens them up they're blank and i remember yeah. as a kid going right this sorry this is terrifying at any moment yeah, about- could grab me and turn me into a robot no 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 not having that no <laughs> it's it's such a light-hearted far almost a farce yeah. of a comedy yeah. you know and then they just insert this abject horror just out of nowhere into it yeah. it's just like oh what is happening <laughs> i also remember yeah being that's quite good impre- that's legit well, i was gonna say i yeah. also remember the great computer graphics of when they're trying to shoot superman down with the rockets and watching it again now it's like bloody hell 
There's a blue square, which is Superman, and a grey square, which is the missile. And then the grey square turns orange <laughs> when it blows up. And, um, yeah. Well, I, if you want to talk about uh, horror in a kid's movie, because God bless the 80s, uh, but Return to Oz, <laughs> man. That movie is nightmare fuel. You you think you know that parents took their kids who would love Dorth, you know, the original Wizard of Oz from 1939. Come on, kids. And they get you in there. Race. And then this woman's got eight million heads <laughs> that are all screaming from cabinets and she's holding up her own head. Ah! You're like, Whoa! <laughs> I want to see somebody dancing on a yellow brick road. This is not what I had in mind. <laughs> Those dudes, thought, the wheelers, with their with where they had the wheels on the on their hands and yeah. on their feet, and they were all cackling and laughing like the Joker. Oh my god! Wow, yeah. <laughs> that Have brought you back seen some, it, Cecil? Yeah, that that brought back some, some repressed memories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> glad I could help. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done a very good job of forgetting that myself until just now. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, God bless that. That's this was a children's movie rated PG. Come to think of it, so was Jaws. <laughs> um, speaking of speaking of things meant to, you know set through in the eighties that scared the hell out of me was the damn TV movie the day after the the nuclear Armageddon <laughs> movie that we all set through at the time. Get uh, out of my yes. house. That was scary. I, see, I'm going to say we can beat that because in Britain we had the version which was. Um, it was like a, it was the the same animator who did the snowman, and we mm-hmm. had an animated version of two old couple who live sort of somewhere, and, and the radiation hits them and slowly kills them. But because it's like a cartoon, you're thinking, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, living in the countryside, and they're slowly dying and everything else. And at the end of it, they finally do die, and it's like, oh, right, no, I'm going to need therapy now. Thanks for that. <laughs> Uh, and I, now, I and now, and now we get to relive the '80s all over again via, yeah, uh, you know, mm. the Cold War's back, inflation's back. This <laughs> is not the member berries I was looking for. <laughs> you know, I knew that we knew that. I remember, 80s, I remember nuclear 80s, radiation. <laughs> you know, you know, the '80s nostalgia's been hot lately, but you know, I didn't didn't really want all of it back. You know, yeah, <laughs> I wanted the good, not you know everything. Yeah. I wonder though if like we would get an updated uh like day after uh if, if somebody would would put something like that together to kind of uh because right now they're a little too rah-rah on nuclear war we need people to be like no nuclear <laughs> war is yeah. is really 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 scary like yeah i i'm just mystified why the left is all for it it's like weren't you guys anti-war just like 10 minutes ago what 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 happened here oh you know what the, you, me- you remember the- Mind just I just change your underwear. I just remember you guys remember that one, amazing Grace and Chuck about the boy. It goes on strike from school. It was an anti-war movie, you know, anti-nuclear. You remember that one? Am I the only one that no. remembers that one? No, the, I, I know the one. name. I never actually. Saw yeah. It. So this boy decided, you know, he watched a nuclear war propaganda piece. He's like, oh, we should disarm, and I'm not going to school until we disarm. And then they're like, oh, okay. And then it turns into this thing, and a basketball player named. And the Amazing Grace is his nickname. Joins in and won't play basketball, and it turns into this whole thing. And and uh, flowers, and you know the whole world's like, oh, we won't do this no more. And I think the basketball player dies in a sabotage plane wreck because they're it's you know 
the the military industrial complex doesn't want their nuclear missile gig taken away. I don't know. It's anyway. It sounds was like, like a <laughs> sounds like yeah, you treated nuclear war as seriously as Superman four. Yeah, it was. A, <laughs> it was you know, it was pure propaganda. You know what I mean? It was that like well, oh I, we, if we did, it was that weird at the time, and I'm sure you guys remember it was that weird mentality of like if we just unilaterally disarm the Russians, we'll too. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, com- <laughs> the communists that's been trying to kill us for fifty years, of, well, they'll just say like oh well, shucks. Are you going to well, disarm your your nuclear weapons as well? Yeah, we will do that. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and like the the episode of The Simpsons where Homer's putting the flowers into the guns, and then they yeah. shoot him, and he's got the he's got the flowers stuck in his head. <laughs> I'll tell you something about the day after. Um, it takes place in, in Kansas City and Lawrence. I live here. I I'm familiar with a lot of those when they did on location shots. You, know? you just do- so- you just doxed yourself, bro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 seven thousand square miles. Come and find me. Uh, but I'll just have it's... to listen to the guy screaming every time a new Star Wars movie comes out. It won't be that hard. <laughs> yeah, <no kidding. laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's just it was it really hit home. And I remember them. You know, we were all talking about it in, in junior high because that's it was like, oh, you see Lawrence, you see the watch, you know, the Liberty Memorial and all that. And then they nuked everything and nuked Kansas city. We live here, you know? So it was, it was a little harder, more traumatizing for me than I think maybe the average person, just because I knew all these places. Oh, of course you were traumatized more than anybody else during the cold war. Oh, Oh, just because your dad died. I'm, did I'm any of that- you, did any of you guys get a a propaganda film in your school where they had the the idea was is that Russia had taken over the United States and a bunch of uniformed Ruskies come in to start teaching class to the kids and by the you know like there's this one kid who's like kind of a holdout but they start telling them all the wonderful things about communism and by the end of it they get they get all the kids to cut up the american flag and throw it out the window i'm like i i don't know if that really did anything i, I was i'm kind of shocked that they showed that kind of thing in school when i look back on it now all i gonna... all i remember is watching these very semi-gruesome don't drink and here's what'll happen to you if you drink before prom night when we were seniors and blood <laughs> runs red, from yeah. a tree. <laughs> blood runs red on the highway, that kind of thing. I'm just oh, okay, say that yeah. I'm, Driver's I'm gonna... education film, scariest yeah. things they ever showed us. Well, yeah. I, not to not to say as a British person, I do you, but Threads. We don't care. Made in, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it was made in 1984, and it was set in Sheffield, which is like Middle England. And a nuclear war happened, but only a few bombs landed in in like one in London, I think it was. It's because it's what? not worth. There's nothing in England worth bombing. Who cares? Exactly. It's a complete it's a complete non-threat to the rest of the world, you know. Who cares? We are at a moment. But, but with it, the, the difference between this one was is this actually goes off to about like 15, 16 years later after the actual mm. nuclear war. And the, the I I because I, I watched it again last year because funny enough I watched like the day after tomorrow and and on all these other ones and I was thinking, "Oh, let's let's have a little festive, you know, nuclear war <laughs> propaganda movies just to cheer myself up." But, but threads at the end of it basically um one of the women is pregnant when the war goes off and she has the baby then the baby grows up in this england where there's nothing growing and food is scarce and people are fighting each other and stuff and 
she gets to about 16. She can't speak any English. <laughs> she sounds like Matt. Well, <laughs> <And then laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, he's not here, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I mean, she speak, She gets raped and then she gets pregnant. And the final shot of the movie is she's on this bed and this doctor's telling her to push and stuff. And he pay, basically pulls out this stillborn baby it's a and gives it to her. And she, literally, and she's screaming and it just cuts in the end credits roll. And it was just like, like, you can't imagine a worse kind of ending to anything. It was it was horrific. It still well, is really really bad. Yeah, the baby threads is, is threads is a really tough sit. Yeah, it's, it's it. Uh, is it as bad as the ending birth scene in V, the TV series where she's gives oh, birth to the I lizard? Was that. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that God, is a good yeah. one though. That is a belter. I yeah. was terrified. There's there's a funny story to go along with that. Uh, if if um, to kind of make funny, because uh, uh, one of the prop guys, I don't remember the, the exact 100% story, but essentially one of the prop guys that worked on V also worked on ER. And so they were doing a, uh, a pregnancy, you know, a, a delivery in ER. And one of the prop guys for the baby, he put in the, the V alien baby. <laughs> so all the actors, they're, they're, they're there, you know, expecting a prop alien, you know, prop human baby. To, and here comes this and they're all, ah! You know, so. That's oh, pretty funny. Yeah. ER's got a, a V-Baby twist. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The V-Baby, the V-Baby, I remember, this was one, again, we're all talking about in school the next day, but the V-Baby, everybody was laughing their asses off with the, about the lizard baby. But the, the human baby that stuck out its forked tongue. <laughs> that mm. that actually was a little unsettling. Yeah, that was a little. What about the the maggot baby from The Fly? That was pretty. Yeah. That's yeah, a pretty that good, good one too. That was a good it, one, but I mean, could, with everything else that went on that movie, that was just one of the many. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, right, yeah. yeah, the maggot baby. You know, he's he's ripping his fingernails off. He's vomiting on the dude's arm. You know. Which is that melting? That still works and, to this day. Still unsettling yeah. to this day. As far See, as body I'm going to say, I'm going to say the original fly again was one of those ones that I saw far too young. My dad had it on eight <clears> mil. And the end of that, where the the fly has got the what the the human head and the human arm, and it's trapped oh, in the spider's web. You're talking about the one in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, the original. original. Yeah. And it's like going, "Save me, save yeah. me!" Yeah, and the spider attacks, and it's just oh, that was that was really scary. Again, as a kid, he, he, I don't he know kills what my it. Dad was trying to do to me. <laughs> he <laughs> kills it. Throws the yeah, he throws the rock on it. Yeah, that's what I was. He put mercy. Cecil, didn't you do a video on the 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 fly the Cronenberg fly sequel? Like I did. Pretty indi- I thought I so. did do the one. I actually want to do one kind of covering all of them, like like the original, the the remake, and then the sequel. Because there's all they like. I mean, I kind of goofed on the second one, but uh, the second one is is legit good. It's uh, you know it was back before I really started doing the exploring videos, but I think the second one. I mean, because it was Chris Wallace and and they were doing a lot. I mean, they had some. The one dude gets gets his face. He peels his face off. Like there's some. Mm-hmm really horrific uh like like violence in that one yeah and you know not not on the level of the first one but still like or or the first remake and they're talking about remaking again and it's like no you just you'll never be able to to do what what cronenberg did it's just it's not just don't waste your time oh i'm sure cg could go to the level of of realism that we oh yeah (laughs) but they just 
you'll never like I say it's with some movies when when they go to remake it and you just think no just no 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 just mm. no don't the do it thing at all. 2011 anybody yeah well that that I did a whole thing on that that was that was a student like they did the entire movie practical and then there was a producer who came in that wanted it to be CG and they only had i think like a few months and and it just that's that whole movie turned into such a disaster would, would it would you think it would have been a better like how much better of a movie would it have been had it because the story you know there's some oh there's stuff about but it. they they changed the story too yeah like, oh did they yeah the, the whole ending is completely different um there was uh i mean the thing about the um there there was the pi- they, they they get on the ship and they find the pilot alien who was uh the one you know who was the last remaining survivor of the ship and how uh it kind of explained that the thing was not the alien the thing was actually uh like this this uh pilot was capturing different aliens from different planets and the thing was one of them that they captured that escaped that assimilated the crew and i mean there's mm. this whole i mean a really awesome story that they completely mm. removed and you know drastically changed it that's so we'll- a great idea because i always yeah. thought it was bizarre that this basically this this creature that didn't seem to have any or very little intelligence more like a rat could could make spaceships you know, mm. so I yeah. like that idea. Well, if you could, if you if you could uh, imitate any life form, eventually you would imitate some highly advanced race and know how to operate. You know, because they <laughs> yeah. it, obvi- it obviously yeah. takes in all their knowledge and every, all their memories. So, not really. I mean, think how smart it would be. In fact, it would make more sense what Cecil's saying because if it was the the original creature that invented the, uh, you know, the the space travel, it would not have give itself away so easily maybe on the i don't know that's going a little too i don't know yeah it, it's well, i don't want to pick at it now i don't want to i don't want to ruin myself before, the movie. <laughs> before we yeah don't logic yourself into a oblivion yeah. let's uh let's uh take this one from the chat here because i thought this was a good one the dog with the yeah. human head in the 70s invasion of the right. body satchers coming absolutely yeah that was that a good one really freaky <laughs> And just the whole Donald Sutherland at the end is again is yeah. just brilliant. It's fantastic. I guess they well, put an actual head or mask on that dog somehow. I I don't. I I'd heard about it. It was like uh, it was CG. You figured it was like yeah, it was CG. <laughs> yeah, in 1971. I, I thought it would be like some sort of stop motion or some sort of optical effect or something because it's really well done. Mm-hmm. It's just almost too well done. I guess it's just a big puppet head on a dog. They managed to make it look that good. A Do- Donald Sutherland movie makes my list of scariest movies. The end of Don't Look Now, where the the little the little deformed dwarf in the red jacket that he thinks is his dead daughter kills him at the end of it. That's pretty fucking <laughs> crazy, man. I'm gonna I've never seen that. One. You've never seen that? Cecil, so mm. you've seen that, actually. No, uh, oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking of the one. Oh, God. What's the one where he turns around and you see his penis? Like, that terrified me. <laughs> it sounds that's like just... a home movie, Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> that's from the private I think you should... that's... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he said that. He emailed me that 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, cat's out he of was... the bag now. He was... <laughs> 
I don't know where uh, to go speaking with that. Of, speaking <laughs> no, of, I know, there's a there's a movie I totally got. I I I cannot remember. Speaking of surprise penises, Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, that one was where they they got the 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 um the kid from a local college. Uh, they gave him. They made the uh, the Force of Rose mask. Got him and drunk and they got, got him. <laughs> and well, he got he he like got really really nervous, and so they just got him really really drunk, and he just did it. And uh, to this day, like I think recently, like the the kid who did it came out and was like, "Yeah, I was the kid." But for years, he was just like, "I don't want anybody knowing I was the I was the penis," you know. So uh, how, how ironic it is that a movie producer would go up to a kid and say, "Hey, kid, do you want to make fifty bucks?" <laughs> here's some here's sure, some booze. <laughs> I like the idea, though, that the you know they got him so schnockered. You know, it's like okay, he's going to come out. He's going to detail his whole plan. And he's so drunk, he just comes out and goes. <laughs> just is that all we could do? To... That was the best take, man. That was the best we could do. Coming That's back prob... to you just very quickly. Oh, go on, no, go on, Cecil. No, yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't. I don't uh, you, were, you were going to say something about a movie you couldn't remember the name of, but you were oh, going to yeah, give some. Oh, 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 no, I was just saying the, um, the, the, um, what's his name? The Donald Sutherland penis thing. I just, I, there, there's a movie out there I where he's, he's, st- he's like standing there and he like turns around and he's not wearing pants. And yeah, that's, um, uh, that's the one with the, the very famous scene that was like argued over. Was that simulated sex or was that real sex? It was very controversial at the time. Was it not? Don't it? It's don't look now. It's the same movie. Was it the same? I, I it's just the told, same yeah. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some a lot of times with actors with like that, especially like the older things, they kind of have a tendency to blend together. But, they but do. yeah, I, but uh, yeah, I I just remember that being like, oh, ah, all right, I did, you know. <laughs> I mean, kind of like uh, it's a, it's always a surprise. Like I don't, I don't care you know male nudity but like it, when it it is done for like shock value like like uh wild thing cannibal throw but you know <laughs> yeah, yeah sleep sleep away camp wild things where it's just like oh somebody's in the shower and, oh there's kevin bacon's gigantic penis you know all right you know no wonder he's gonna... been he's been happily married for all this time. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky old Cara Cedric. Um, it's because it's because they they avoid doing it so much that when they do do it, it's it's you know, it's you either know shocks or laughs. Like in that case, yeah. it's done yeah. for shock. Forgetting value. Sarah Marshall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to go right to that where he's where he's all like kind of deflated and it's just like you know, it's or like, uh, you know, the the the, uh, the Hangover with the Asian dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, it's just going to come back to. To... Never played for sexy. You notice that? Yeah. Man, no. nudity. Never played for no, sexy. No, 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 no. Well, that'll no, get that'll always. Get uh, you've obviously get, never yeah. seen bros. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all we know. Actually, I think, doesn't the movie open? Well, I, I saw there was some comedian who saw it who said that like it opened with a dude who was like blowing a guy and, and oh, like uh, he had like onion balls. And I'm just like, all right, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to watch this. <laughs> I I, um, I I don't see where this disproves my comment. Yeah. <laughs> it's either it's not sexy still. Yeah. I was just going to come back to a childhood movie that traumatized me in one of the scenes. Speaking of gay really, sex movies. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Speaking of very camp movies, it's actually Flash Gordon. But the scene that got me was when he's Speaking on of gay the sex hand. Room, the putting the hand the, inside the tree yeah. stump. 
with that alien oh, yeah. thing inside yeah, it. Yeah, that's that scary. That was too, really man. freaky, man. That was yeah. hard, man. He stopped yeah, my hand into tree, tree stumps. <laughs> I was uh, ripping off the visor, and he just had wires come out of his eyeballs. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, that got yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That um, didn't bother yeah, me as much as the, the hand in the tree stump test thing. Yeah, tree stumps has got tension out there. Yeah. Ends, yeah. But... Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because this is just, again, really sort of stupid random thought, but what the one of the guys there was called uh, Peter Duncan, I think it was, and there was a kid's show called... Um, Blue Peter, which has been going for years, and it's kind of like a kids' educational show, and like everybody used to watch it back in the day. And he was one of the presenters, and I, I don't know whether he how he got on the film and stuff, and he was quite good. But I just remember that scene was just oh yeah, that was oh that freaked me out. I used to draw that alien just to scare myself or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what? Why, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Yeah, no, I used to draw that. I used to draw Alien from Alien and, and all sorts I, of stuff. I, I used to watch uh, Traces of Death when I was three just to scare myself. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're getting into some sort of weird masturbation territory. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> keep your kinks to yourself, Phil. <laughs> um, can, I, can I just mention, uh, Yodo, I didn't know if you were going to go anywhere with this, but I mean, I was just thinking about like proper like holy shit moments as opposed to sort of like scary, but one that, again, uh, in a modern day film, one that had my hands over my mouth for like a good few minutes was hereditary when he's driving her home when she's having a asthma <laughs> attack. Oh, yeah. Man alive. It's the fact that he it happens and you go like, and he just sort of goes home and doesn't know what to do and just parks the car and goes to bed, <laughs> hoping it'll all go away in the morning. <laughs> Where's your sister? I think she's still um, in the car. Okay. Oh my god. Well, at least some of her. (laughs) I I actually laughed. I laughed at that because not like it was a, it it was a like uncomfortable laugh because like you said he he, like he went home, went to bed, and just was like, all right, I hope everything goes away. And then I'm waiting and waiting, and then the mother goes out and just, "Ah!" and I just started laughing. At just like oh my god, you know she just goes out and just sees her just decapitated daughter, it was. It you know, was and then they tough. show the head with ants crawling all over it. Mm. It's just like oh. And the, weir- the weirdest part was when she she the mom founds her and is like, I thought you were taller. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got a that couple was, here. Um, that was a big. That, that was that was a big. Was a good. I didn't, I didn't care for the movie, but that was a really good holy shit moment, you know. Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, it really was because you're not expecting that. <laughs> no, like you, you think, oh, grief, she's having an asthma attack. This is a really serious situation. Nope, head off. That all that's that's yeah, worse. that's <laughs> that's so much worse. Do you still need your inhaler? <laughs> <laughs> the good news was her asthma problem was cured. <laughs> yeah, my sinuses are so good now. <laughs> Uh, okay, I got a couple here from, um, when I, again, another PG movie, uh, Poltergeist, mm, the clown, mm. the, the oh, yeah. clown doll, yeah. and then the dude, uh, like one peeling of the scientists going yeah. and yeah, peeling his whole face off. <laughs> those are, those, the face off scene doesn't quite hold up, uh, these days. You can kind of tell, but it still was, you know, at, at a very young age was legit shocking. And the clown doll does still hold up, in my opinion. Yeah. I think the more subtle things in that are freaky, like the 
the the chair in the living or the chair in the kitchen is moved and the mother's like you know don't move the chair and and then the girl's like no the the people do it and they pan away and then they pan back and all the chairs are up on the well table. done yeah it's so yeah. well done and that's just like ah like I love that. Let me interrupt you because I or I'll forget. I love that sort of thing. And a good example of, to me, that sort of thing is the camera going away and then back is, and I know I'm going to get some groans on this probably, but the original, the first Jeepers Creepers movie where they drive by the creeper and he's throwing those bodies down that drain and the camera moves back and forth. And as the, as the car drives by, you see him like rotating to follow him without actually moving his legs or anything as it cuts between you know you know the scene i'm talking about right yeah 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 got, and, but i man i was like oh that is creepy as shit in that movie and that whole scene where he goes down into that you know the body cathedral is is pretty damn creepy I thought. then the movie kind of turns into like an action you know but that first half of the movie is well done I think. first half is great yeah i agree it's such a shame that like the director is such a piece of ugh. But because uh, yeah. it's like I think it would be I would I would have more uh, appreciation for it if uh, if it wasn't for for that like because it's it's hard to be like yeah, like that's one of those instances where it's really hard to divorce the uh, the creator from his uh, creation. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hate, I know, hate but that. It, it's but no, I but that, it is it, it is a well done scene. It is it's a yeah. shame. It's a good movie that is marred by you know a a complete you know ridiculous mm. garbage person that directed it yeah anyway so, i thought that but anyway I but love, yeah i love that sort of like you said the camera pans away and then back and then you know there's a good scene speaking of that in the thing where we see the camera pan into childs and he's waiting there and he falls asleep and then we you know uh matt mccready wakes him up and then later we get the same shot but then all the stuff is rearranged and obviously something has come through and if you you know, if you notice it, like the jackets and stuff are moved around because he's uh, a lot of little things that makes you obvious that Childs is. The, where do you stand on that, by the way, Cecil? I, I've Childs is the thing at the end. Well, uh, I, uh, what what I, I go by what John Carpenter had said. He's like uh, he's like, you'll notice that uh, one of them uh, like they're talking. They're out in the middle you know, of, of the Arctic. It's freezing. And only one of them, you can see their breath. I, I've always said that the beginning of the movie foreshadows the, the child's because Mac throws that his drink into that chess computer because he's playing chess, you know, and he, he defeats it. He's like, yeah, you cheating bitch. And at the end of the movie, he gives it away. Child, child gives it away because Mac offers him that same drink. And he doesn't wipe it off or anything. He just takes a swig. And then Mac laughs. And he, you know, checkmate. He's got to be no, you know what I mean. And I think that that foreshadows that at the end. I yeah. always, I was always on the side of I like it that it's ambiguous that you really don't mm. know. I think that's what makes it good is that there's not a definitive answer and we can argue about it. You know, that's, well, that's what I Carp- think is cool. Yeah, but Carpenter's pretty much said in many interviews, like he's like, you know, one of them's the thing, you know. <laughs> what does he know about Ridley, Ridley Scott has taught <laughs> us that sometimes they don't understand their own <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, I don't. I don't want to take away anybody's enjoyment of the ambiguous ending, but it's it, there is an answer, and it's very, you know, 
I, I, I think my favorite, my favorite funny moment in that movie is uh, when I forget Wilford Brimley's character when they, when he's they've locked him in whatever they've locked him in, and then they come back out. And he's like, I want to come news. in. And there's a <laughs> noose hanging. I'm a, yeah, he's like, I'm okay. Whatever. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm the perfect. Noose is right there. <laughs> I'm completely not thinking about killing myself. <laughs> I I do like uh and this is going into real life uh like years ago uh there was like uh ar- like people in the arctic they found something and it was they think it was of alien nature and Wilford Brimley on Twitter was like I just want to warn you people you don't want to mess with that thing <laughs> I was like oh that's Wilford that Brimley comes out and does a freaking tweet like, that was great awesome. I remember that I remember that well they'll give you diabetes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about the uh, the original thing from you know that it was it's still pretty good it's real good yeah. it yeah. you know it's got some jump scares in it yeah it does it when does. they open the door and uh james arness is you know is right there scant, right there it's whoa <laughs> you know it's yeah really good yeah that is that is a, it's it is a, a very very good uh you know old paranoia film uh just so very well done and i saw that some uh i don't know who but uh it got colorized and it's like why uh, would you colorize that film like it's so oh yeah like, just you know it, it doesn't like not everything needs to be in color like nah. you know what black and white great... and that worked so well in, i think it was actually in search of darkness and um, just to sort of draw, draw ourselves back to that but i mean i think it was joe dante who was saying about the remake of psycho and how John the Bond was it? No, not John the Bond. It was um, Gus Van Sant. Yeah, had remade it in color, and it was kind of Joe Dante was going, "Why remake it in color? If people are too stupid to watch it, the original in black and white, fuck them." <laughs> you know, because it's just like you know, if you're if you're gonna not gonna watch that original because it's black and white, you're an idiot. You don't deserve mm. Psycho at the end of the day. Well, so. Van Van Sant's logic was uh, he he reshot it. Uh, shot for shot, the exact same uh, script, the exact same, ang- like everything he did. Uh, the only thing was he added in one scene, and that was the scene yeah. of uh, of Norman jerking off. But yeah. everything else was shot for shot. And his logic was he uh, he had done so well with his previous movie, the studio basically threw money at him. They said, do whatever you want. So he did it because he wanted to see if he could recapture the magic of another like classic film he's like if we did a movie exactly the same will it work and answer no 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 (laughs) so that was the thing so i mean i don't like it but i think it's kind of interesting because he had carte blanche to do whatever he wanted and he did an experiment and he proved no you can't so that right there should have ended remakes because it's like yeah you're not gonna you you can't so don't try but 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 remakes Mm. That's like a copy, like a photocopy almost, right? I mean, it really, uh-huh. it's a copy that of a copy. Is. Whereas a remake, like the thing is a remake, which yeah. in my mind well, that is was, much better than the original. That was back when they tried, though. Now, like that yeah. was when they made, like, because it is it is a different <clears throat> film. It is basically taking That's my the point. idea. Yeah. But now they just copy. Like now they don't even try to do stuff different. They're just like, well, this is And they just do the same thing again. And then they wonder why it doesn't do well. <laughs> mm-hmm. so first one made money. Why is this one not making money? A pretty good uh, remake. Uh, to me, a pretty good remake is 
and it's it's not that new, but it's pretty new. Is the sort of remake of Silent Night, Deadly Night, and I think it's just called Dead. Is it just called Deadly it's Night? Just, no, it's just Silent Night. Silent Night, yeah, and it's pretty. You know, it's pretty good. It's not it's, a rehab. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I mean, well, it's it's got Santa Claus with a flamethrower. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, <laughs> I'm stoned. Yeah, yeah we it's, get, it's he, actually a lot of fun, and you got uh, um, uh, Malcolm McDowell just going like really nuts in it it's mm. it's really i do want to do a mm. uh, a video on it at some point I and, very and we get to see the killer santa claus shoving a porn actress into a wood chipper feet first yes <laughs> it's a it's That's, a fun movie it really is it's well done it is it's a lot of definitely fun one for the kids <laughs> it is a yes. it's <laughs> I, I always pair it with uh, Rare Exports for, you know, around oh, Christmas. Yeah, that's a, about, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Speaking, speaking of uh, uh, somewhat similarly themed, I got to admit, and this is just for the trailer, it could end up being dog shit, but that Violet Night looks all kinds of fun. Santa Claus in a Die Hard movie, and it's on mm -hmm. David Harbour. Did you guys see the trailer for it? Yeah, I've seen oh, the yeah. trailer for it. I, I yeah. think it looks... I was laughing throughout that entire trailer. I said, okay, I got to see this. This is so bonkers stupid. It's It's got to yeah. be awesome. <laughs> I, I just can't. I just hate him. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I don't want yeah. to He's hard to like, it. but. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to grab another scene here that I think just deserves mention. I, I don't know that the movie is. The movie is okay. But the the nurse in Exorcist Three or the nun grabbing yeah, the nurse—that's yeah. gotta be one of the best scares. That ever was kind of spoiled for me because I'd never seen Exorcist Three before, and I watched it again only recently. And kind of people had kind of spoiled it, so I was waiting for it. And when it kind of happened, I was kind of, eh, you know, it was all right. And I wish I'd just gone into it not knowing anything because I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. You know who likes that? You know who really liked that movie? Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Watched Jeffrey Dahmer was, yeah, well, watched. <laughs> why, why? I didn't get to the end of the series. What happened to him? Is he all right? Uh, yeah, he went to live, on a, live he, on a farm. He went to live. He's living with my Uncle John. <laughs> In heaven. He's gone to heaven. <laughs> sure. Um, um, I was just thinking about, I mean, this is going beyond the pound now. I like jump scares and I like horror movies because you know they do make you, you, you they freak you out of it but one film which i don't think i ever want to watch again and i've i've said this several times i still don't think you've seen it but eden lake with the, an mm. early michael fassbender movie the ending of that was just that was horrific it was horrific and it's just it's a film i never want to, i'd rather watch it down and watch serbian movie again than watch watch the end of that that was wow. that was hard going I've I've never seen it, but uh, I it's on my list. So uh, it, yeah, I, um, I do. It, it's, but it's rough. The ending's rough. Yeah, it's one of those films where I, again, I'm going to say like Yoda here because I've kind of known places where they go and camp. You know, in the British or countryside, I've known places like this. And I've seen teenage youth like that. It just it hit me more. But just the ending of it, it's just it's a film that kicks you repeatedly in the head and just doesn't let up even at the end. It's, it's quite fun. <laughs> but it, put it on to scare the kids straight. Um. <laughs> I'll pick an esoteric one that probably doesn't appear on many people's lists, but I, I think has kind of grown a cult following as far as legitimately 
scary or a lot of scary imagery and stuff in there is uh, Event Horizon. Yeah. Oh, Sam Neill. Dude, That's... come on. That Everybody really? would put that on a list. Oh, right. yeah. oh God, no, yeah. I think I think only in the last few years, though. When it first came out, it didn't do that well. Oh, it tanked. People well, were... yeah. Yeah, it ta- mm. yeah, it was a bomb at the time. I don't know why. I mean, the director mm. certainly made some master class movies since then, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know why. Like, yeah, because I, I had a friend of mine who saw it at the time and was like, dude, it was the dumbest movie I ever saw. And then on the flip side, years later. Uh, what, did you my, stop being did you stop being friends with this person? That's- actually, uh, I did. But much later. <laughs> uh, but um, uh, but then my, my brother-in-law saw it, uh, you know, well, this you know, way, 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 like I saw it and loved it. But then way, way later, um, uh, he was like that. I found out that that was a movie that like terrified him. That he almost walked out of the theater because he was so scared. Mm. Did and... your sister? But your sister was there, luckily, to bully him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, you stay there. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a great movie. It uh, is. Just, it, it's so well done. The only downside is that some of the CG is very dated, but overall yes, the themes yeah. and everything are, are terrifying. And I'm really sad because they've been trying for so long to find the uh, the cut footage from the uh, the hell dimension, mm. and mm. it's just they they have not had any luck. Mm. And I know they they like they really want to do a you know they basically got the okay to do a, res- a restoration of like the full original version of the film, um, but because uh, really the only thing that's different is uh, is some of the hell footage that got cut. But they just have not been able to find it, and it's it's a bummer. But I, yeah, I'm with you, man. I think it it it's uh it's gotten a lot more recognized over I'd say the past ten years or so, and like so much so that um, Nostalgia Critic did a video on it a while ago, and people were like, "Hey, man, I love your stuff, but like." The, no like you you uh, you don't understand this movie if you're making fun of it like it is a terrifying movie people so, still, uh, the, the, my question is people still watch that guy he's on it honestly you know he he's more, he's probably more popular now than he's ever been like he's, he's are you the, kidding i'm i'd never hear anything that's the first time i've even heard that name he's seriously he gets millions of views um, I, I have no, uh, I have no qualms with Doug. Doug is, is fine. You know, but yeah, I mean, he's, I thought he's, he went, I thought he quit. I never see him pop up anymore. Was, it's a, did he do, uh, is he got his own website or something now? Is that where the, no, he's doing, you know, he's still doing YouTube hmm. and stuff. And I mean, his, I guess it's just, I, it's just a different, uh, he's, he's managed to cultivate a, a new audience, you know, I, that, uh, that watches his stuff. You know, I, I, I used to I don't know. I used to watch it all the time. And then it just I guess the algorithm decided that I didn't yeah, like it anymore before. You know, <laughs> yeah, the algorithm decided that uh, you, did, you, you know, should, it's, you you know it's probably scary about that. It's it's right. I know. It. It's like <laughs> oh, it uh, knows. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like I, I don't know. I just uh, there's like several guys like that. I thought, well, they must have. What's his name? The dude from Arizona. Spoonie or something like that. I used to watch. Oh, well, Spoonie. Stuff. Well, Spoonie did like stop, like oh. uh, you know. So yeah, he. Uh, I I don't think he's made a, a movie in, or I don't think he's made a video in years. Uh, so yeah, he he like, st- but he he blew up. He kind of he kind oh, of. Oh yeah, he self he self he self destructed. Yeah. yeah. 
I, the best thing that for my movie that Nostalgia Creek ever did was that the one about the thing or the it miniseries. Mm. God damn, that was so funny. Yeah, with the know. balloon. And he, put the, <laughs> he wrote balloon in blood. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can't fault the dude. Uh, I mean, he he really like even if you don't like him, people know who he is. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, just like we get millions yeah. of non-views. Is that just like, just, <laughs> yeah. hey, if you even if you don't like him, you know who he is. Just like Adolf Hitler, <laughs> you know. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I thought I thought when it comes to views on my streams, I thought it was like golf, where the lower the number, the better. It, it is. That's how it works. We're winning. Right. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at his at his uh, analytics. Uh, 1.3 million subscribers. And uh, six point seven million views in the past month. So, oh, he, he's almost big enough for us to invite him oh, on our yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, uh, he's. I don't doing, like. I don't like the way you laughed at fine. that. By the way, I did. I did not like that. <laughs> I was. I was just kind of giving you a, a, a little. A little. You know, self. We it know you think you're slumming, Cecil. We know. It, you're not fooling anybody. Let me let me tell you, it didn't come out the way you intended. It came out more like, oh, oh. Look, oh I, so cute. Look, I don't I don't I don't know what more you want. I came back again, all right? <laughs> Can you delete the pictures already? Can you de- <laughs> Can we, I'm, I'm just gonna look. I've just been looking through some of Matt's um, uh, ones because obviously Matt can't join us today. But I mean, he's got here just to mention uh, a couple of them. Um, did we talk about signs before we started? I mean, the, in signs yeah. when they're watching the videotape footage and the yeah. alien broadcast when he's wearing his tin hat, and again he's like, <gasps> and of course everybody's going. <gasps> At the same time, is a great one. The other that one is that, a good, he, that is a wait, that that is, is a really good. good scene. That is a great scene. Did you ever hear the demon theory? No, no. That they're not aliens; they're demons. And it makes it make so much more sense because if you watch the movie, like they're splashing through like puddles of water and whatnot, but then uh, the water that affects them is the holy water. Yeah, but they say on the radio broadcast though that they don't. That well, they they they, they, they like. To I mean, but they say they say we've gotten the way to defeat them, but they don't specifically say you know use. So it's like the way like it's very ambiguous. It's actually really interesting if you go back and watch it uh, as like the fact that they're demons and not aliens that they're coming to Earth not from they're coming you know like it really changes from a hellmouth. From, yeah, essentially, it changes your perspective on the film, and the way that there is such a religious angle to the film, uh, it, it makes mm. it, it really does change, like, the way that the, it's perceived. And that, it's, that'd make a lot more sense, because why would aliens put weird symbols in corn? But if it's demonic... Well, to, well, right. no. Well, mm. no. I mean, you, you, la- you mark your landing zone, you know. Like, you know, it's mm. not... You, you, you mark your lanes with a circle. You don't do a big oh. origami nonsense. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, as they're flying over, they're looking down and sort of saying, see, oh, it looks like full of see, idiots. Don't bother. You've got, you got such a smooth little brain. You don't oh, understand how... You don't understand how alien thinking... you gotta you got to think four-dimensionally, like in uh, Crystal Skull. Can I, <laughs> oh, can, I just, can I just mention, this is a really terrible film, but... 
in I think it was Scary yes, Movie Crystal 3. Crystal Skull is a real terrible <laughs> they were, but, No, but in Scary Movie 3, they were taking the mick out of the scene when um, Mel Gibson goes to see his wife, who's crushed against the, you know, the tree. And in scary, <laughs> scary Movie 3, I think it was Charlie Sheen, and he's walking up to his wife, who's, who's trapped against his tree. And the driver, they've got this Indian guy who looks like M. Night Shalaman, and he just looks up to Charlie Sheen saying, Oh, dude, can I have a ride home? Because my car's wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I think of the signs, I just think of that one scene where she's like, "Oh, can I get a lift home?" <laughs> I, I will. I kind of will. Will p- piggyback on that. That scary movie three is not a good movie. However, there were a few good laughs in that. The, I did belly laugh when they were doing their goof on the aliens, like the footage where it was like they would see. They, they would have like film going on and then an alien would walk by and so the like there's just like dogs <laughs> fucking and an alien walks by and it makes like this goofy f- dude it's so dumb but it, it i i howled laughing at, at how dumb it was i bet um, your wife loves that movie <laughs> no she no she's with me on it too she thinks that like that that uh, shit was funny but the movie itself was not particularly uh, funny <laughs> Another is that match. those Salzburg and uh, those guys that did all those different yeah. <coughs> date movie and epic movie yeah. and all that crap? They're not. They yeah. they, I mean, they do have some some laughs in them, but it's not worth the hour and a half. Right, if you could them. condense them down to just the yeah. moments. Like, just I don't get anyone it. funny. Yeah. Um, another one of Mac, just to mention here, and again, sort of getting down that real route, was um, the beach scene in Saving Private Ryan. Which again is quite scary to know Ooh, that guys went yeah. through that. Yeah, uh, the part that always got it for me is the guy that bends over and picks up his own his arm. blown off arm. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the. Yeah, that's that's because pretty he, intense. He, he's kind of he's not sure what's going on, and it's like, is that my arm? Yeah, that's my arm. You know, yeah, and, he's oh, just oh, so yeah. rat. Yeah, he's like shell shocked completely. He's like in and you know shock trauma and just not thinking because it's such a bad you know. But just that's oh, yeah, what's it? <laughs> yeah, and then the and then the one a little bit later where where the the uh, the guy's shoving the knife. Very yeah, yeah. Well, he's going and he's going. Shh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just no, oh, no. oh, it's so you know, uncomfortable. Do, do you know what he's saying to him? He's saying, uh, "Just be still. It'll be it'll be over in a second. It'll be over." That's what he's saying to him. Yeah. In in German. In German, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So so freaking rough. All the yeah, time in these always, movies, they always have the Germans as the bad guys. I know it's yeah, so weird. <laughs> I always, I, the scene that always, uh, I the arm scene. Since you're taking that one from me, Sean, I'm I have sorry. to pick another one. Oh, but sorry. the uh, when when he's like, they keep shifting the camera, but he's, they're all leaning against the hill, and he says, "Call this guy did," and he leans back yeah. and he's like, call, and the camera keeps, sh- and then finally they shift out, the, the guy's head is all caved in and exploded. Yeah. Just like, oh, well, shit. I get no point in talking to him anymore. And they just have to keep going on. It's like, it's so horrific. <laughs> you know? mm, yeah. Again, yeah. Sorry, just looking at Matt's list, a couple of other movies we haven't mentioned. We haven't mentioned The Shining, but he's also got there as well The American Werewolf in London, the change mm. scene. It's, I never found again, it's, any. I, that never did. Uh, nothing in that movie ever really scared me or made me feel. Not even the know. double take on the on the sort of the dream sequence, because that was that was actually quite clever. No, it was a dream sequence, but then that was a dream I mean, sequence. I'm not. I mean, it's entertaining, but it doesn't. It's like the shining. The shining. Nothing in it have, have I ever been like, ooh. Yeah, I don't know. 
think the shining, uh, shining is has been parodied so much that it doesn't have quite the the punch that yeah. it used to. Yeah, um, that is true. There's, the, there's still, some, yeah. The little girls still get me when he's riding around and just the two little girls stood there. That's still freaky. Yeah, well, I just I, I always I always worry that there's going to be two little girls stood in the street somewhere, and if they just stand like that, I'm just going to punch them. <laughs> get back to hell, you demon spawn! <laughs> I I don't think anybody parroted it better than the Simpsons when she she goes up to the typewriter and it's like this will be a window into his madness. <laughs> yeah. Feeling fine, Feeling oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lightning goes off. He's written all over the walls. No TV yeah. and no beer. Make Homer go crazy. Oh, this is less encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> that that the the best episodes of the Simpsons has always been the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's when they're having the most fun. Yeah, because yeah. the no ones rules. in the '90s, anyway. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street. I would say the two oh, yeah. scenes where the girl up against the ceiling, just being floated oh, around, yeah. carved up in the bedroom, and I, I freak out when his arms are like really, really wide for some reason. Mm. At least the first uh, time I saw it. Coming directly from Robert England, he said that over the years, uh, the people, uh, he says, him with his arms out, uh, touching the the two, you know, sides and the sparks going mm. off. He's like, that's been the one scene that, out of everything that people have always come up and told him, that was the scariest thing. So you're you're not <laughs> alone. Mm. I, I, I think the it's bl- maybe kind of the idea of just engulfing, like there's no getting around him. He's cu- he's going to. There's no. It gives you a sense of no escape, and I think it's, that's I, why. Yeah, you just I, I know sure. that that it's impossible. You know, there's just something. It just looks weird, and yeah, there's. I think you're you're onto something there, but it's a combination of things why it works so well. I yeah. saw the I, TV version where they dubbed him saying, "I caught a fish this big." <laughs> <laughs> that took the edge off. Took the edge off. <laughs> And, and the funniest scene in the movie is uh, is uh, turning Johnny Depp into a blood geyser. Yeah. Yes. That was I, that was the scene that got me in that one as a kid. It, it, it was scary then. It just has a lot of humor now. I think. <laughs> well, my my personal favorite uh, thing, the, the unintentional humor of that is uh, when like he basically you know, erupts him into a geyser of blood. And then mm. the cops are there and they're like, oh, another suicide. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like that. It's like that old joke. Cause like the cops found the guy that nobody liked shot 17 times in the back of the head. It's like cops said worst case of suicide they ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one of those damn kids has got into that life size blender again. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do somehow, he, he must have had pre- a grenade. He he had premarital. He must have had premarital sex, boys. This is what happened. <laughs> like, he, he he took a lot of pills. Yeah, he's a fine red <laughs> mist. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that is a crazy. Uh, I um, Nightmare on Elm Street Two is all <laughs> some really weird stuff too. 
Uh, that's yeah, when they that's... start to embrace the embrace the sort of kills and make them make them more fun and stuff. No, I think you're confused with three. No, yeah, three three was the one where they basically uh, I don't want to say like saved the franchise, but really like brought about like much. It's kind of funny that that like solidified. With Friday the, with Friday the 13th and the Nightmare on Elm Street, both part threes are the ones that solidified what the series would be about moving forward. You know, three yeah, with Friday the 13th was with the hockey mask and the and, you know, the, the brutal kills more so. And then with Nightmare on Elm Street three, it was a little bit more of uh, Freddy's humor. And it was like his powers and abilities. And they kind of laid him out a little bit more of what he could and couldn't do. And uh, and they were they followed that template, you know, with both of those. So it was just kind of odd that and then halloween 3 we had season of the witch which you <laughs> yeah. know which and i it's adore still good. it's still good no movie. i adore it's, it i think it's, it is it's solid halloween but it's, after halloween one yeah yeah but it's just such a weird departure of the whole franchise it was just definitely didn't remember. solidify the series exactly the idea of masks killing kids off was a good idea I, it's a good so? no. It's a good movie though, man. It really. Oh, is. it's a very good movie. Yeah, I yeah think it, it is. is a good if, movie. It, if it was like now, it's kind of gotten the recognition it deserves. But back then, everybody hated it because mm. I really think like if it came out and it was instead of Halloween three, if it was simply called Season of the Witch. I know I'm not the first yeah. person to say this, but if it was Season of the Witch, I think it would have been appreciated all the way back then, as opposed mm. to not really getting the appreciation until you know recent years. Or maybe yeah, even I, Halloween too. It might have gotten away with it. Well, that was the whole intention. Was that it was supposed to Halloween each year? They were going to have a Halloween movie, and it was going yeah. to be an you know it was going to basically be an anthology series. Michael Myers was really only supposed to be the boogeyman in one movie, but he was so popular Ugh. that they were like we had. So that was why, uh, you know, like if they had done Halloween three as Halloween two again, this series, you know, we we wouldn't have you know what we have today and. You know, Could you imagine better, if, we'd, if we'd had an anthology series franchise, man? Well, how great that would have been. You the know, closest, trick or, trick or treat kind of... Oh, I'm yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say the closest we've got to that is probably VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, VHS ones. V- VHS 2 is the one that spun off the uh, that movie. What was it? Siren? Or what is the name of that one? Cecil, or the, the, about the chick that steals the guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, the first is one, it well, s- it was, it was, uh, God, uh, whatever the first one was, it was succubus. something. Yeah, it was the succubus. And then the, and then they did the, the full movie, uh, Siren, yeah. which Siren. is actually yeah. really good. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember you were telling me about that when it first, because when it first came out, because uh, there's a, a famous castration scene in that where she, yeah. <laughs> Just rips a dude's junk off, and I remember yeah. Cecil was Cecil was like, "Oh, it's really good." And I said, "Dude, does it have that castration in it?" And he's like, "No, no." <laughs> it's like, "Okay, okay." Yeah, in, the, in that they didn't do it, but yeah, in the in the th- the short, yeah, they oof. But uh, yeah. yeah, I actually reached out to to Hannah Fireberg, uh, I you know, and was just like, "Hey, um, uh, yeah. you know, fire, you know," I was like, "I, I you you really did an uh, an amazing job on that." I was like, "Cause she's so." Like she's actually really pretty in like normal mm. life, but like her and that they made her up, so, like made her eyes look weird, and it, like she just she plays it very very childlike. Mm. Uh, it's great, but creepy. Yeah, it's it's, great. it's legit good. Yeah, I tell you another good one that's underappreciated, and I know I think Cecil will agree with me on this, and I'm sorry that I've completely forgot the name of it, but the one where the 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 three friends are trapped on the ski lift, 
and it goes uh, oh frozen. frozen frozen yeah yeah do not you the, want to build the... a snowman no wait <laughs> no not that one <laughs> uh see so like I, you said that the the nightmare on elm street and the friday the 13th they both solidified what they were in in number three and i don't disagree with that but do you also i also feel like the first ones of those movies were legit scary. Once they solidified it, they, to me, they ceased to become scary. The the subsequent ones, even though they had found the formula and everybody seemed to love it. Do you agree or disagree with that? Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think that like they became more uh, roller coasters as opposed yeah. to like you know uh, horror houses. So part one of both you know Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street are both legit scary. And then uh, two is like the weird follow up, but still good. I think Friday the 13th kind of does it better than Nightmare on Elm Street on part two. And then three, they found the formula. And I do think that each subsequent uh, sequel does have scary moments in it but not quite the dread of the original films. It's like, especially with the Nightmare on Elm Streets where like they kind of turned Freddy almost into like a comedian. And, you know, he needed a, a little a, a pedophile child killer comedian. Yeah, exactly. A pedophile <laughs> child killer comedian. But they needed a, you know, a rim, a rim shot, you know, ah, <laughs> after, you know, every after every one liner. Whereas part of the beauty of that was just Jason was just silent. So he couldn't really, you know, he just would mm. stand there and would just mess somebody mm. up. So uh, he becomes yeah. he becomes sort of like a superhero by like part five or six anyway yeah. which oh, i well, like when, I like, when, yeah, yeah he he basically becomes you know the the un, indestructible spirit of of vengeance and just yeah no matter what you do you're not going to end him and i kind of did like that because it's like all right well you know he he is going to mess you up regardless you know you unless you shoot him with a freaking rocket launcher and then we saw <laughs> you know with with part nine where they kind of went off the the plant you know they kind of went off with that there, what are you talking uh, about there's only there's only eight of them what are you talking about yeah they stopped it. i i don't know well they they eight and then uh 10 i think is is really great fan service and then 11 uh with with freddie versus jason was just uh i think it was it was great because that's kind of the thing we we most likely we'll never get again unless uh we keep getting all these conglomerated uh especially since yeah uh, the the remake from 09 wasn't too bad considering i didn't think i think they had their heart in the right place with the remake but they didn't have the right director for it um because i I really i really want to see a remake of jason takes uh vancouver oh i'm sorry manhattan (laughs) (laughs) yeah they had the they had the name of that before they had their budget, unfortunately. And it's, I still like Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of a bummer that he's really only in it. Like in actually in New York for like the one scene and then everything yeah, is it else. Most is of it like on a boat or something. Yeah. I, I've spent so long since I've seen it. They spend yeah, more I, time going there than they do actually being there. Yeah. They're on the boat <laughs> for like an hour and then they're like a little bit of time. And then they're, I think they're really, only in New York for like one scene uh, and then everything else is Vancouver. And then it's, uh, but I mean, it's only really uh, maybe 20 minutes of actual uh, him in quote unquote New York. So uh, it's, it's a bummer, but you know, Hey, they, they didn't have, they, they got in trouble for the, uh, they had the I Jason New York poster, which was awesome. 
uh, instead of the I heart New York, they had the hockey mm. mask coming through. Uh, like the, you know, yeah. So yeah. Well, that was the summer. That was the summer of sequels. Eighty nine. That was should have been. It should have been a slam dunk if they had just, you know, put them in Manhattan, let them carve up people. That's all you had to do. Well, they and, didn't have the budget because the shooting in New York is insane. Yeah, you know? it's probably what it was. But it's like, you know, you had all those great sequels. It was like that was a huge movie year. If you tank that year, you, do, you were doing well, something pretty well, wrong. Well, what was the other great sequels that year? Oh, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade, Lethal Weapon 2. Oh yeah, Lethal uh, Weapon Two did. He's black, but but you're black. Free African now, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Even Ghostbusters Two, I think, is a little underrated. Oh, I love Ghostbusters. I love Ghostbusters Two. Ghostbusters too. Yep. Yeah. Anybody that says it's a bad movie is is dead to me. I know it was the summer. Yeah. Of ba- well, especially after what we've gotten. Since Let me then. tell you. Let me tell you. The best, the best part of Ghostbusters Two is when uh, uh, Bill Murray's that are taking pictures of the pet. Show me angry. Show me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> destroy me. That never fails to crack me up. Every. And then, I, I like that. And then Harold Ramis comes over and goes, "We need to talk." <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that Bill Murray worked it out. So he's like never in the damn uniform, but he never has to get any slime on him or anything. Yeah. It's clear that this, somebody rewrote that contract. <laughs> I've, all, I've always, I've got a theory that, that uh, Dana's kid in the second one is the product between the key master and the gatekeeper getting it on in the first movie. And then she, uh. Uh, she, she just doesn't want to admit that Rick Moranis is who knocked her up. They just need to like, you know, do a new movie where he has glasses on. Oh, for some oh, reason, shit. everybody's just suddenly dropped out. Uh-oh. I don't know why. <laughs> Which is annoyingly, usually I've got access to this because my computer's down. I've had to use a different one. So hopefully Yoda can get back in. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what happened. Ah, like... Well, there's Sean Bell. Ah. Wow. Ooh, that was scary. Well, that also... Uh, they garage to us. Too. <laughs> and so my... Not that I... Just a quick aside... Uh, not that I don't enjoy chatting with you guys, but I don't, how much longer are we going for? Oh, uh, we, we, we're, uh, we're actually, we really need to wrap it up. Yeah. We'll keep it <laughs> okay. about two hours. So we've okay. got a little over my feet picks that I had to send to Cecil for bribery only goes. So <laughs> yeah. That's only two hours. Just, I, I have, I have my two hours. I want there. to go. <laughs> Just, Look, I did my obligated time. <laughs> Just Cecil, keep a few you. pictures on the side. Maybe he'll pimp yeah. us for once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cecil, thank you for coming on and doing us a big favor this week, man. Yeah, oh, no, I, I always have fun talking to you guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, all right, Anytime. I, I, believe me, I could keep going if I if I didn't have you know hungry family upstairs. So sorry. Uh, yeah, no, no, I hear you. A lot of the things so we talked about are a blueprint for how to get rid of them. Yes. <laughs> no, but but I like them. I like. Them. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. You're on your own then. <laughs> feel it's a it's a, you get a quite a big tax break here with wife and kids. He's not going. What are you crazy? Oh, yeah. I see. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. 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 But if you get tired of them, you saw her ready. Just crack the window. <laughs> yeah. You know. Wheel, wheel a little close to the uh, the telephone poles. There you uh, go. They'll take care. Yeah. Nature will take care of itself. Uh, ever, everybody, be sure to watch and subscribe to Cecil's channel. Good bad films, I believe it's called. What? <laughs> so oh, I've been oh, practicing oh. all week and <laughs> making sure I stay Cecil at good bad uh, flicks all week. And then for some, uh, uh, 
dead to me, Sean. I'm so, I, it was it was a hey, that was a deep callback to last time when this moron over here got it wrong. Oh, oh God, really? <laughs> yeah. and then I put in in the Slack chat today. I put um, where is it? Uh, something about Sean, which I spelt your name wrong, and then said with his friend. Cyril from Bad Good Movies. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidly, today I've been saying Cyril, and it's like, no, it's not Cyril. Don't say Cyril. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that was completely my fault, and it was me being a complete and utter and as Sean will testify on several occasions. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Well, you thank can... you very much, Cecil, yeah, thanks, for man. joining us from Good Bad Fucks. Oh, that fucked! <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot, too. <laughs> Uh, it, no, it's always a pleasure, and uh, we, you know, it's always good to get somebody from outside our little group to kind of inject some some new ideas or talk about there, things that we hadn't before. We tend to sometimes get in our little niches, and it's, thank it's you for thank you for lowering yourself to come down. <laughs> we, Thanks for degrading yourself and your brand. Uh, don't tell me what there is a link. There enjoy. is a link. <laughs> There is a link below because I actually put a link up to um, Good Bad Flicks uh, in the description, so you can you can um, subscribe to him there. That's right. So like, share, subscribe, and uh, yeah, and I I catch your stuff all the time. I never I never miss it. So Thank why you, don't man. you like? I just want to know how come you don't like Santa Claus? It's only <laughs> oh, and 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 the, and the tree stooges. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No, no, it's the same. Isn't it the Santa Claus? Cloud, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it sounds like we're getting into some sort of religious yep. war here. So yep. I'm going to. Yeah. Cecil, go you can go. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up if you want to go ahead and go, Cecil. All right. To... Thanks, you guys. Thanks, I gotta roll Take care, Thanks, man. Thanks for Take having care, me. Man. Have a good night. Thanks. And for those of you finally, still watching, finally now the big brain. Now, now no, the big brain. I've got, the... I've got three quarters of a million viewers. Uh. Uh. Oh, look at me with the big. I don't know shit. why he does so well. Now let's complain about <laughs> She-Hulk for another three hours. <laughs> another thing about Star Wars. Yeah, That's he's just... he, he, he's very very kind to humiliate himself by coming on our channel. I I don't disagree with that. At all. So let's go ahead and wrap this up before we humiliate ourselves any more than we already have. This has been another wonderful, fine live stream from lastmovieoutpost.com where we have all the latest in movie news, streaming news, and everything cool about film. You can find us. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and put up the banner here, which we never oh. did. Lastmovieoutpost.com. Our Twitter is at Movie Outpost. You can find the bearded one at Boba Phil, myself at Drunken Yoda One. You can find us on Facebook slash Last Movie Outpost and Instagram at Last Movie Outpost. Please like, share, subscribe. Hit that like button, smash it, lightly click it, whatever works for you. Uh, we would very much appreciate it because it really helps us on the algorithm. And please do share us out. Talk to your friends. Let, us, and, let uh, people know we're yeah. out here. And subscribe to Cecil. You're missing out if you're not on his channel, if you're not watching his channel. Absolutely, really his stuff is great. He's brilliant. Yep, I've been watching. I've been. I've been watching him since. Oh God, it's got to be at least ten years now. And I and think I've I been watching. I think I've been watching since twenty fourteen. Yeah, I love his stuff from the like what happened to PG thirteen and what happened mm. to movie posters and things like that. Oh, uh, you know, stuff what? on there. It's I really wish. Good. I, I wish we. Sh I, I'll ask him later, but um, I wish we'd had time to ask him about if he was going to do a follow up to Jeep. You know. 
G4 TV since they're falling apart. Oh, yeah. They, they've gone completely tits up. Yeah, yeah. He made a great video of that, of the channel, and then, you know, the original channel. And then now. Uh, a subscriber of his for ages. 36, 36 seconds. <laughs> what, what, what time is it now? <laughs> No, he's I, uh, great. I say his stuff is brilliant. He's he's a wealth of information. The guy's like an encyclopedia. He's brilliant. Mm. Yep, and uh, definitely the uh, the documentaries that he's been a part of, uh, In Search mm. of Darkness, parts one, two, and three is coming out soon. I suggest yep. we all give it a look. See, I also dearly loved In Search of Tomorrow and Search of the Last Action Hero. They're both great, um, really well done pieces of. Um, film history that kind of lightly touches on a lot of different movies the good from... stuff the, the yeah. you know no. the stuff that we like not the 80s oh, yeah well yeah and you know <laughs> not just like oh uh, the casablanca and oh you know what i mean it's no. stuff that kind of, not the like, master yeah, class stuff not master class stuff <laughs> 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 Never your, your, time, the your, that, time, you? <laughs> your time will come phil your time will come <laughs> oh, oh i think it has and we are making the most of it yeah this is the most you're ever going to hope for i'm sorry <laughs> i watched that clip uh, the last when I, after i cut it up and they just keep appearing in my feed and i watched that last clip where we did the master class and it was funnier <laughs> the second time <laughs> was it was it really i didn't yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, we really shredded the poor guy, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we really belittled him to hell, man. That was yep. great. He probably better... almost committed suicide over that. Yeah, that we so better fun. get him on suicide watch. It's not good. Just, just a few more weeks, Phil. Just a few more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a gun and a passport. I'm coming. <laughs> Well, no, I haven't got the gun. I'm going to get one when I get over there. Yeah, you got to wait to get over here. Let me see your yeah. gun collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Safe, safety, idiot. <laughs> Bam! You can't. Ow, my foot. Oh, <laughs> we okay. love you, Phil. We love everybody. Uh, except for I Matt, did, who would did didn't think... bother to show up because of a tiny little cough. I think, I think he was it was in, interesting that Sean, was in, Sean brought up the masterclass on his chat the other day. Yeah, you're welcome for that. By the way, <laughs> I'm gonna copyright it. <laughs> uh oh. All right, gents. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching, and we will see you on the next stream.